What's good, y'all? This is C Certified Brewhead, and welcome to episode number eight in our top 10 most downloaded podcast of all time countdown. So if you don't know why we are doing this, go back to episode 10, which was the Godspeed episode, and I break down exactly why we are doing the top 10 countdown. Uh, but for now, number eight, we are rocking with 14th Star Brewery out of Burlington. No, it's not. I lie. It is St. Albans, Vermont. Um, we interviewed these guys in a partnership with um, uh, the Vermont Tourism Office in September 2018, last year. Um, it was super cool. I hadn't been there before. I'd heard a lot about them. Uh, we interviewed Dan, the head brewer, who I believe has since left, and Andrea, who is the CEO of the company. Her brother, Steve, started it. Uh, they are a brewery that are focused on veterans. So Steve and his business partner served in, I want to say it was Iraq or Afghanistan. So they are in the military, active in the military. So there's a lot of themes in their beers. Uh, they were super, super fun. Um, really made us feel welcome. Um, loved all the beers. Bit of a mixed bag from the traditional type of stuff to the sort of haze that I love to some fun sours and barrel aged stuff. It was really good, uh, really good beers. Been back a few times since actually, and uh, makes me very happy that we have this is the first of multiple Vermont breweries in the top 10, which really shows sort of where the listeners either are based or sort of interested in. That makes me happy because I love going to Vermont and any excuse if I have to go to get content for y'all, then God damn it, I'll do it. So um, yeah, Dave, no, it's not. It's, I kept calling him Dave. That's where the episode uh, name is called Smells Like a Dave, uh, something that Dan said, because I meet a lot of people in the beer world, as I'm sure most of you guys do as well. And you meet them under circumstances where you are under the influence of alcohol in some varying form. So I often mistake or mess up people's names. I'm pretty bad at it. I'm trying to work on it. So that is the episode. It was actually even funnier that I called him Dave again. What a dickhead. Um, so check that out. Enjoy this episode. This was a real fun one. It was quite long as well because we got a little sauce towards the end. So I really enjoyed it. Um, of course, we still have everything going on on social whilst we're taking this sort of hiatus from the podcast. We uh, Make sure you check out the website for all the blog posts. Nate's been doing a bunch. Um, we've done a, put up a bunch recently as well. Of course, on social, follow us everywhere at BAOS Podcast. We've got regular content coming out. Still, we've got a bunch of BML videos we're dropping, um, some new video formats. We've still got a couple of vlogs to come. We just finished our Virginia series, which were a lot of fun, um, and we have a couple more we've shot, so look out for those. Um, yeah, follow us on YouTube as well, or subscribe is the word, actually. And um, that is pretty much it, guys. Enjoy the episode and get it in, yeah. Hey guys, before we get started, this episode of Beer and Other Shit, the podcast is brought to you by High Season Co., a social media agency with over a decade of marketing experience who are crafting the way brands are perceived online. These guys aren't just marketers, they're liquid enthusiasts, craft beer nerds, hip hop heads, and Gary Vee disciples. So is your social media looking tired? Are you having trouble getting to your customers? High Season can make it happen. Check them out, highseasonco.com. That's highseasonco.com. Now let's drink some beers. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Y'all a brewheads? Yeah, we brewheads. So pour a glass of craft beer, we can do this. What's good, y'all? This is C Certified Brewhead, and welcome to episode 105 of Beer Nudge the Podcast. And today we are in St. Albans, Vermont, underrated area. At 14th Style Brewing here, we have Dan, Brewmaster, and Andrea, CEO, guys. Thank you so much for having us. Hey, thanks for Thank coming. Thank you. Yeah. Pleasure to be here. 
lovely facility. Thank you. It's very cool. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We have a lot to talk about today. What we should start with, though, is talk about what you have in our hands right here. So I have uh, a pint of our raspberry Vermonter Weiss. It is a Vermont, uh, it is a Berliner style, a Berliner Weiss style sour. Jeez, I can't speak. It's okay. It's um, and we call it Vermonter Weiss because it is made with Vermont ingredients, grain and hops um, here from here in Vermont, as well as raspberries. Um, and Dan can talk more to the souring aspect yeah, we of actually, it. We use uh, Green Mountain yogurt to sour it as well. So oh, wow. we're doing uh, an really interesting, uh, yeah, interesting souring technique, uh, but uh, it seemed to work out very well for us. So. It's a delicious yeah. beer. It's kind of been my summer go-to. Um, oh, same with this weather. Really yeah. happy with it, yeah. That's amazing. Super yeah. drinkable, only 3.8% and uh, about 3.4 pH. And then the raspberry has just enough sweetness, a little darkness to really, uh, yeah, pull it all together. That's so. amazing. Does, does the yogurt make the make it look thicker or anything like that? No, nope. to, uh, to the body, you know? No, not really. It's, it's all pretty much because then we uh, so after we we kettle sour it, so we sour it with the yogurt and then we boil it, and that uh, all yeah, that so matter pretty much drops out. Yeah, such a cool. I've never heard of them. Yeah. Fascinating. And what do we have, sir? So this is our 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 Oktoberfest. Yes. So Martin style beer. We brew it with all German ingredients and German hop or German malt and German hops. Um, and this is one of this is. Probably my favorite beer that we brew. It's yeah. definitely so my favorite beer. Oh yeah, and just barely, uh, just barely released it. So really excited to uh, drink it for the next uh, however long it's here for. How long so. does it usually last? Not long. Not yeah. long. Not. This is I bet, right? One of the ones that we go through yeah. very quickly. It's, it's definitely gone before uh, Thanksgiving. The first year we did it, we had it through Thanksgiving, and no, nah, that's the that thing of the past. Yeah. But I think we also released it like late in September, the first yeah. year as well. Yeah, we so. were releasing it earlier to kind of gonna get in with the market trends and try to get get to the shelf before yeah uh, not before but at the same time that, the it dropped this month it's early september right now it literally will drop uh oh, in package stores tomorrow yeah nice. it's shipped today or yesterday to distributors fantastic yeah. okay so it's not like we we're just discuss- talking before about the beers the fall beers that uh, come out in summer we're like yeah, <laughs> you guys do not participate in that sort of nonsense. Try not to. Try not to. Yeah, like a, a pumpkin beer, we can't do until the pumpkins are are ready. Not that we. Well, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah we right? don't use extract. We use. Yeah, it's everything. Everything we use is all you know, all, all natural all ingredients. As so. in true Vermont form. Yep. Which is amazing. I love it. God, I love this place. It makes me so happy. <laughs> um, the flavors are better though too. You can't get you can't get that same flavor. We've messed no. around with Our trying. Pumpkin beer is one of my favorites. Yeah. yeah. When did that come? Uh, that will be right around Thanksgiving. It's uh, we do that. It's a maple pumpkin ale, so we do a lot of maple beers. We're Maple City, USA here in yeah, town. Right. So it's, I mean, we have a our maple breakfast out as one of our regulars, uh, but we also do a lot of other maple beers. So that's one of them, maple pumpkin, and we kind of brew it like a pumpkin pie. It's a lot of different. Uh, that's exactly how the brew house smells the day that <laughs> we brew that. When you walk through that door, it smells like someone's pie. baking pumpkin pie. Yeah, so the, so the spices are a big part of the flavor, and then we use the the pumpkin in the mash to give just a little bit of that sort of squash kind of character to it, and then uh, the maple on top of it, just it's like pumpkin pie in a glass. Just nails so. it. That sounds amazing. Yeah. I just realized our uh, okay. light change. Oh, does it, is it like a... It is it automatic. It is on a timer, so if we don't move... Uh, oh, we yeah, don't move I forgot jump. about that, yeah. <laughs> hey, it's not a problem. Yeah. You'll have to yeah. occasionally yeah. go in. <laughs> just hoping the, bat, the ones behind us don't go off too often. You know what? This makes it entertaining, right? Yeah, right. It's okay. So it's real life in a brewery. Um, so let's start off with beer stories. So how did you guys get into beer? And then we'll get into the brewery itself. So we start you? Uh, you go ahead, and then... Because uh, your story... Is definitely more interesting than mine. <laughs> uh, 
Um, so I first got into beer uh, as soon as I learned you could. I didn't really okay. know what craft beer was at all or anything. So I had 21 very legal. It was, yeah, it was. <laughs> I'm dead serious. It really was, yeah. Um, but I had gone, uh, <laughs> a friend of mine who I had uh, gone to college with um, called me up and was like, hey, we're, you know, We've been homebrewing. Uh, wanted to come try try some beers. I was like, homebrewing? That might be as good as my Labatt Blue. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> Did and, you, uh, you get that here? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Sorry. I, that's what I drank. That, so Labatt Blue is what I, you know, that was what that's I drank what, before. That's what, that was yeah. his go-to. Uh, but I had had a few things from Vermont at that time. You know, it had been like, you know, the, the uh, Long Trail, Long Trail uh, Ale, Blackberry Wheat, th- those types of things, but didn't really know them as craft beer, you know, right, um, Outer Creek stuff. But, um, but yeah, so I went and... Uh, uh, I went for a weekend to homebrew with the guys and they had like 12 beers they'd done. So they're breaking stuff out of the cellar and having me try it. One of them was the, uh, it was a clone of Aprihop from Dogfish Head. So it was a, it was an apricot hoppy, you know, apricot IPA basically. And I was like, whoa, what are these flavors? Like, what is, what is, what is this? What's going on here? Um, And I tried, uh, they tried a bunch of different craft beers that, that, uh, that day they brought me to the store and I was like, holy, I did not realize there were, uh, can we swear on this? Absolutely. All right, cool. Oh, Are yeah, you guys cool with that? I'm cool. Are you Am cool? I? Let's. All right. Holy. I'm actually the worst one here when it comes to swearing. Okay. Well, this is open yeah. thing. I was. Uh, I always wait for the guests to cuss now. I'm like, all right. Fantastic. We won't force it. We'll let it happen. All right. Yeah. Exactly. So very. Uh, now I'm not going to swear the whole time. I know, right? <laughs> I'm but, this time. but amazed by the variety and everything, the flavors, and that sublimely self-righteous ale was the first like real craft beer, which that's uh, from Stone. From Stone, and it's. A double black IPA, I think it's 10%, super cool. thick, but like, I mean, it nice. was just, I was like, I did not know beer could be this. So yeah. the very next weekend, I'd gone to, I went to Vermont Homebrew Supply, bought my first homebrew kit, and I brewed every week for a year. Got my first uh, uh, professional job uh, after a year of homebrewing. And at, uh, that? sh- that's uh, 2011. 2011, okay. So, yeah, 2011. Okay. At Dog, or at, at Dogfish, I don't know. <laughs> At uh, the shed in Stowe, uh, historic shed brewery, which is now uh, they've sold their their name to uh, and their beer to Otter Creek, but the oh, okay. the building still exists. It's where the the crop or not the crop now. It's idle the, time. Uh, idle time brewing. Oh, I think that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, nice. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a nice place. Yep. Yeah, it's right across from the new Alchemist uh, facility there, right yes. down the hill from the Trap Family Lodge. There, so. Yes. Yep. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, started there, brewed at a couple other breweries uh, uh, about a year at a time, and then. Uh, fortunate enough to get a get a gig here at 14 side the first employee brought on nice. um, brought him from where where we at at that point it was like brewing 30 gallons every, or no sorry 100 gallons twice a month so 200 gallons a month and then shortly uh, you know, doubled the production we quadrupled it in that space added another person on and then now we're here at this large 30 30 barrel facility and uh, uh, you know brewing about 8,000 barrels a year so. amazing and that is my story. That's your okay. <laughs> And he will die here. No. <laughs> yes. That is true. <laughs> um, uh, mine, uh, you could say it's a family thing. Uh, my brother actually was one of the founders of 14 Star. He and his now business partner uh, at the time, best friend, were um, and still are in the Army. They were deployed to Afghanistan um, and were thinking about things that they wanted to do when they retired from the military. Um, Stephen had been homebrewing for a few years um, before they deployed. 
And so they discussed starting a brewery when they came home. Uh, They wrote the business plan on the back of a battle notebook while they were deployed to Afghanistan using mostly fictitious numbers, uh, something that I learned after I quit my cushy job with a pharmaceutical (laughs) company to come work for him. Um, And uh, when they came home, it was uh, was a couple of years before they got started, but... um, the initial brewing system was created out of maple sap collection tanks. Okay. Our dad uh, at the time was a maple syrup producer as well as a salesman for um, maple syrup equipment, uh, maple sugaring equipment. And that brew house we still use for our pilot system. So we still are putting, you know, 100 gallon batches out on, that on that. That's, yeah, that's right, right it's over way here. Down yeah. the other end, yeah. yeah so. Uh, um, but yeah, it's, it doesn't look like maple sap collection tanks now because we've kind of clad them in stainless and everything. But it's right. still, and it actually, I mean, they built that from hand or by hand, and it's yeah, it's a great system. They, so, they did a great job with yeah. it. Um, Just a little too small. <laughs> it feeds our tap room really, really well, and yeah. it's a great way for us to try out new things right. um, in our tap room. You know, uh, all of these beers started out as experimental batches, so. Um, yeah, true. I guess yes. Yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. So it's been it's been a great, reliable system. Um, so from the beginning, you know, I would go to the to the small brewery and and hang out, and I really had zero experience with craft beer. Much like when Dan got involved, um, you know, I Harpoon UFO was kind of the the one I had an Allagash White here or there, but um, really not a lot of experience with craft beer. And so I would go and I would listen to them talk about the process and help fill growlers on a you know on a Thursday night or when they had family um, responsibilities, I would go open for them Sunday morning so people after church could get their growlers filled. <laughs> it's a big um, rush. The after church rush is yeah. <laughs> it's huge. It was. I mean, it was at the time. Like our, we were only open a little bit. It was Thursday, Friday. We were closed Saturday and then open Sunday. Yep. Uh, and Sunday after church rush was a. Like, it was yeah, a thing. there would be a line wow. out to the road. Yeah. It was. <laughs> this pro- this that, it wasn't at this yeah, building. It was, a, it was yeah. at our previous one. Yeah. Um, which That's amazing. Yeah. Just, a little three hundred square foot tap room. Yeah, it was a twelve hundred square foot facility in total that covered the tap room. The bathroom the cold storage the whole nine yards was 1200 square feet so and to put that in perspective our tap room here is about 2800 square feet so (laughs) yeah a little bit of an upgrade yeah and the bathroom was upgraded too but um, (laughs) i always found it fascinating the cold storage was actually built um the the cold air was home air conditioners like built into the walls of the wow, cold storage room. That was how they they kept the, the beer cold was... How does it even work? How does so, it work? Well, so we <laughs> put it, you, you can trick them into thinking they're warmer than they are. So you put a little thing called a cool bot on it right. and you can get it down to like 30... Man, we were... With two, we were able to get it down to about 36, so... It was amazing. So that's like low cell, sorry, we have Celsius. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that would be like, uh, like two or three degrees Celsius. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it was That's fun. Middle yeah. summer it was, but but they're blowing out all their exhaust, so and the rest of the, the brewery, <laughs> oh. it's like 100 degrees. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Plus all the brewing <laughs> process. <laughs> so it did, not, didn't quite balance out. So yeah. Yeah. But well insulated in there, so it's, so it's, uh, yeah, you can take yeah. a break in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, I would go and just hang out and learn about the, the beers and the process. And, um, and then uh, right about the time they were getting ready to expand, uh, I had finished my master's degree with a... Um, concentration in human resource management and had secretly hoped that I could somehow be a part of the expansion, but I wasn't going to put him in that awkward position to, you know, 
be like, I love you, sis, but yet you're not going to work for us or right. we can't work together, whatever. Uh, and one night I was there and he was saying something to his business partner about, I wish you could find someone like my sister as a general manager. And so his business partner just kind of did the, hey, dummy. Yeah. Have you asked your sister? <laughs> and you um, didn't want to do it? I, I don't know. I don't know if he, because the company that I had, that I was with at the time, I had been there for 12 years. Um, you know, I had a, a well-established retirement plan and, and you know, a bunch think? of vacation. And, but I also was at a point in my career there where I just felt like I wasn't going anywhere. I was, I had hit a certain level of comfortability, but I wasn't going anywhere else. You're not and, learning anything. You're not like challenged anymore. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a it was a perpetual challenge every single day to get motivated to go to work gotcha. because Wrong time. yeah. Um, and so when he asked if I would consider uh, coming to work here, um, I had no idea what I'd be paid, if I was going to have vacation, health insurance, anything. But I knew that you know I needed to make. I needed to make a change. So uh, when I came on board, it will actually be four years on the 15th of this month. Nice. Um, we weren't yet brewing here, so it was kind of back and forth in between. Our tap room was still under construction. Um, it's been uh, quite a learning experience from all aspects of it, um, you know, to building the tap room not having any knowledge of what it takes to build a bar or a tap system or anything like that. Um, and then with the expansion that we've done and adding, you know, other tanks and the canning line. And, um, but along the way I've learned one that I really, really like craft beer. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. <laughs> and pretty two, good. you know, I've realized that this is such an incredibly collaborative industry. Yeah. Um, and that if you're, if you're, interested and you want to learn about it there is no shortage of of information out there and people who are willing to sit there and talk craft beer with you and and um i'm enjoying almost every single moment of it (laughs) (laughs) what are the uh, almost moments (laughs) well you know there are always the the um difficult moments when it's maybe uh you're at odds with your distributor over um you know uh marketing efforts or or sales efforts um it's, or it's not it's not always it seems like a great <laughs> cush thing all you know it's yeah. from the inside it's a little bit different there's it's it's a lot of hard work oh, yeah. it <laughs> is a lot of hard work a lot of hours yeah. a lot of weekends yeah. um i think for the first three years that i was here um uh, well there was one summer where i worked like 96 days straight just because i was here during the week uh, I bartend okay. a couple of nights a week, and then uh, on the weekends it was events because there's festivals right. and tastings, and um, so it was, you know, there's a, there's a lot of That's hours, and and every once in a while, luckily it's rare in the craft beer industry that that you know you have sometimes employee issues, but for the most part, um, people are happy. It's beer, yeah, right. You know, it's, it's yeah. by far the happiest industry I've ever been yeah. around. Yeah, everybody's like genuinely smiling all the time. And if you're upset, what's the first thing you do? You grab a beer. <laughs> yeah, and it makes everything out. better. Right. <laughs> I do love that. It's very, very consistent. Yeah. That's fantastic. Um, so with the, the, the veteran angle, was there more to it than that the, it goes into the brand? I mean, I guess it comes across in the branding and some of the decor and the tap room here. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming as well, uh, in a lot of the, uh, the can designs, I've only seen a mm-hmm. couple of them, but is that sort of a real 
strong part of like the brand sort of voice and, and the way you it is primarily because the, the, the founders are leaders in the army and they're leaders in um, a part of this organization and we've become leaders in the community and um, you know in the quality of the craft beer that we're producing one of the things that we have done for a, a number of years is kind of shied away from talking about uh, the veterans that founded this com- this company because we never wanted to be those people that exploited what they did they joined the military to be of service to their country, not to be able to use that to sell something at the end. Um, but what we're finding is that people want to know, they want to learn more about us. And when they try our beer or they see our branding and they see you know, the, the cans that allude to that military service, they want to know more about it. And so over the course of this past year and leading into the next year, we're trying to share that story a little bit more about how they came up with this idea while they were, you know, dodging bombings and... Of course, (laughs) which is even crazier. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I find it really interesting after it was like I'd had that uh, Make the Cut beer, it was last week. And then I happened to see in one of the, you know, Facebook, like these beer groups and there's people just posting all sorts of whatever links or pictures and stuff. And there's someone posting them in one of them, um, can someone tag, can you guys tag the uh, breweries that are associated with veterans specifically? So I tagged you guys and then I kept getting all the notifications when you do it. And it was like, it was annoying me. I had to turn it off because there were so many people posting that, point being <laughs> that there was more veteran themed or owned breweries than I anticipated. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and there's an interest there. Like I, it's something that it, it was new to me and I don't know if that's, yeah, is that, is that kind of news to you guys? You're like, oh yeah, no, there's a whole. I mean, I know of a handful of of veteran-owned breweries here um, in Vermont. There are now four. Yeah. Okay. So, and so it's yeah, become a thing. yeah, and there actually, the, what's the the beverage competition that we just heard? The Vever- veterans beverage yeah. competition. So there's like a, there's a whole. There's I a know, competition, competition just for veteran-owned breweries. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Um, so is it like just similar to the Make the Cut situation? I, no, I think it's a... It's I, for I, established breweries to send in their beer, and there's a okay. whole judging component. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Do you, do you kind of want to uh, align strongly with that sort of thing, which is one part of who you are, not everything who you are? Or do you sort of, like, you're not trying to get that deep in well, we, we definitely want to align with that, but we don't, that's not all of who we are. It's a huge part of who we are and, and how we started and, and um, you know, it's, it's our roots, um, but it's not all of who we are. And so while we definitely want to align with those that are, are seeking out veteran-owned breweries or who are supporting efforts by veteran-owned breweries, we don't want that to be the only thing. You know, people are surprised when they try our beer that it's really good beer. Right. I always get a kick out of being at an event and when someone tastes it and they go, oh, wow, this is really good. Do they? Well, yeah, no shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> are they expecting less? I, I don't know if they're expecting it less, um, but we're not. So here in Vermont, you know, there's become this Vermont craft beer brand in and of itself. Oh, yeah. Um, and there are a few that when people think Vermont craft beer and like really good Vermont craft beer, there are a few names that automatically come to mind. And we're not always one of those first, um, which is okay. We know we make great beer, but it would be nice for other, you know, to be able to have people go, oh yeah, my God, 14 star, yeah. 
they make great beer. Right. We know that we do, and we know when people drink it, they know that we do. It's just, it, it's, you know, it's part of that whole Vermont craft. There's a lot experience. of competition around. You know, there's, there a, there's a lot of you know, it's yeah. a very, it's a very high bar in Vermont. It's so, a very, <laughs> it's a very high bar. Oh yeah, I think mm-hmm. yeah. Likely the yeah. The Likely, right? Highest, like yeah. I mean, we could be a bit biased, but yeah. I, I feel like I'm oh, very, I agree. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, there's not many other regions I think that have that. Like, when I travel, I'm always you know trying mm-hmm. to seek out the best, the best breweries, and and ultimately you know I'll try it's, a beer, and it's like yeah, it's it's rare to find something good. as good as, uh, as okay. what we get in Vermont. I mean, there are some great Quebec breweries, by the way. I mean, uh, yeah, there's some, some awesome <laughs> stuff coming I guess out of Jason from the Beverage Warehouse because yeah, oh yeah, yeah, Jason's obsessed. With Quebec beer, yeah, yeah I mean is. they're making great beer up there. I mean, I, I could name you five right now. I've, yeah, yeah. Duda, I mean, Duda CL is yeah. making amazing beer. Uh, uh, Hop uh, is Hopper Starks and yep. they're not. Yeah, okay. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean they're making some some amazing beers. Uh, stuff. Yeah, uh, La Foot. Oh my goodness! Uh, yeah. Food, yeah. yeah, some just, of my favorite beers at the Brewfest this summer were, yeah. were Canadian. Just barely beers, met yeah. them this year at the Vermont Brewers Festival. Oh, they yeah. come down. Yeah, they came oh, down. This was their year. first year. Yeah, fantastic. Um, yeah. yeah, that makes yeah. me really happy that there's like a, yeah. a cross border like pollination because that's I, I wasn't. I'm from Australia, so I wasn't able to leave for a while while I was dealing with immigration and I, being landlocked for mm. I think it was like damn near four years in no, you mean in, in Montreal. In Montreal I can drive within Canada, right? But I wasn't legally allowed to work whole thing, knowing that an hour and a, what a forty-five minutes to yeah. the water, and I can't go to get yeah. one beer. It's really nuts. <laughs> <laughs> so now we come here, like, oh, especially because here. for yeah. us to get it into Canada is near impossible. Thank yeah. 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 Even like muling it back to headache. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, even between one, Canada, is like, it one case maximum you can bring for across 48 the border? Hours. Yeah. Per person for Perfect, that, yeah. and the, if it's less than that, the, the taxes be is pretty good. Try wine and liquor, but that's out of control. Like, yeah. yeah, they actually tax you like yeah. four, three, four hundred percent. Wow, liquor if it's less than forty dollars. So, like we were told that it was one hundred percent on a bottle of wine. So it's thirteen bucks US, thirteen bucks Canadian tax. Holy cow! It's, it's arbitrary. It's was even worse. Like, yeah. like I even like just made up a number. I wasn't exactly sure. I maybe I had twenty three, and I said that's like twenty days. Like oh, twenty times that. Didn't check. Nothing. I'm just like. <laughs> How is this even real? Like, <laughs> they're just, just all just, making up, just I mean, taking just, my money. Yeah, just, just like put it in my bucket. <laughs> US dollars, right, you are thirty percent. Yeah, well, I was exactly. gonna say you're already you're already down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's super frustrating. The, the, just prohibition ruined everything yeah, in this continent. Yeah. Within both countries and then between both countries, like even you can't. There's no Ontario breweries in Quebec. There's well, one. And they had to spend thousands, tens of thousands of dollars to get in. Ugh. Nightmare for them. And then Quebec breweries aren't really anywhere else. So you go to a depreneur in Quebec to buy beer, and it's exclusive. And it's not a bad thing. It's just, Vermont's there. Like, why yeah. And you know, they can get them here. Like, right, yeah. I was going to say, right. Duda CL's been on the yeah. shelf for, I want to say, few years. at least six years, seven years, like that I know of. They might have been, I don't know how old they are, but since I got into craft beer. Since I got into craft beer, I remember seeing them on the shelf. Like, yeah, even stuff like yeah. Unibrew as well. I mean, yeah, Unibrew, yeah, for uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Sleeman, whatever. But yeah. Point being, it's super frustrating. Uh, yeah. So you guys do have a very high bar. Is is that therefore one of the goals to be mentioned in the same breath as well, the big guys here? I don't. Not, I don't necessarily think. I don't necessarily think it's a goal, but at least, but for for me anyway, from a quality standpoint, I mean, I'm just always trying. To, we're just not I. We as a our production crew is always trying to make the best beer we possibly can. So we're always trying to innovate. We're always trying to, you know, we know that what we're making can always be better. Right. So what can we do to to make it better, basically? Right. And is it ingredients? Is it process? Is it, you know, there's hundreds of variables, but like, you know, making, you know, analyzing everything, trying to make those small changes and make the beer better over time, so. 
No, that's yeah. great. How would you guys therefore describe your, how I say it, like, what do you make? You know, some breweries, I do Belgian styles, or I just do haze, <laughs> like whatever, like some other places. Like, can you guys, I personally, from what I've seen, I couldn't put you guys in a, in a box. We, yeah. we brew no. a lot of stuff. I mean, we, we, yeah, I mean, we've done, I, I mean, I used to quote 300 different brews, but that was probably two years ago, and we do so many different things on the pilot. So okay. I don't know what we're up to for how many different beers we've done. Probably different styles is uh, at least in the 30s, 40s, probably. So but pretty much um, the whole range of. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we like to experiment with stuff for one, but we also brew what people like to drink. So right. not every, I mean, almost everybody just likes IPAs. But, well, at here, yeah. <laughs> but then there's that other small subset that still likes to drink other interesting Sour. things as well. <laughs> like sours. <laughs> right. sours. You know. sours or barrel aged, bourbon barrel aged imperial oh, stouts nice. or, uh, you know, a, 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 oh, yeah. our, of course it's maybe. Yeah. I know you mentioned yeah. that before, yeah. Yeah, and then our, our maple breakfast stout for one like that. This is a huge beer for us out of state. It's a oatmeal stout brew, maple syrup and coffee. Um, we use locally homebrewed coffee. We used to brew it ourselves, not homebrewed, uh, cold brewed. Um, we used to brew it ourselves, but it became way too much when we had the larger batches. But um, and then uh, maple syrup uh, we buy from all the same all the the same farm now uh, for our entire our entire crop. But uh, it's all within about 15 miles of here. Um, and and the, the cold brew uh, that we. Put into it uh, comes from a very a small producer uh, here in Vermont. You know, he roasts his own beans and fantastic. Yeah, what's it called? Uh, Northern, Northern Bayou, Bayou Cold Brew. Okay. I, I don't know if he roasts his own beans. Actually, I think he roast, he might roast, roast a small amount, but I think he buys some he buys some of them. Uh, and blends it up. Yeah. I know. Although I mean, it's great. It's great stuff. So regardless, it's yeah. all local. Seek it out. Yeah. I'm just curious. We would be coffee fans too. We just yeah. had a roast this morning, so I'm like. Uh, his his coffee is excellent. Actually, I can give you I can give you a small bottle when you go because he just brought he just dropped off uh, some for our, we have 90 barrels right now to. Package. Oh, so, nice! Like the little pre Yeah, the little, the little, the little taster, so we can see cool. what's in the keg. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, I don't ever get those. No. So, no. So. When, when people bring things, they never make it <laughs> past that. Like this little, is like, gonna be like the barrier, the, fence, the force right? field. Sorry, I can't give you one. <laughs> I gotta yeah. give it to her. Please. <laughs> 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 we're probably your caffeinated enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, that's super cool. Cause yeah, I guess you guys, you guys are sort of doing anything. Would you say that you have a, a style or something that you do? Like, what's your, what, what, what are you best at, would you say? Whether it's we try, well, we try not to be bad at anything. Oh, cool. So. <laughs> like, if, you, if you be known for anything is probably more the question. If people think 14th stuff, I, I don't have enough of a perspective. I've had a, a two or three, I think. No. Yeah. And they've been somewhat varied, I believe. So I couldn't be like, oh, no, they're like, they're the haze guys, or they're the sour guys, or they're the blah, blah, blah. Like, I think so. if we're best known for anything, it's it's tribute, our double IPA. Okay. Um, one of that has become um, our best seller. Okay. Uh, you know, double IPAs anyway are super popular, um, but this is just an exceptionally well done uh, beer. I'm, I'm not a huge double IPA fan because a lot of them either for me um, end up a little too much on the either malty side, malty sweetness, or they end up so bitter. Um, this is just such a great, well-balanced beer. Uh, and we have people that seek out this beer from all over the United States. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm trying to find it. Um, is it like a haze? Would you consider it like Northeast? It's, no, it's more of a... It yeah, East, West or something? It's a pretty, it's, honestly, it's a pretty bright uh, IPA, but it is, it's more, I don't want to put it in a box, but it's, uh, I mean, it's really, it, it's really well-balanced. 
with okay. a, I mean, definitely hop forward, but really well balanced as far as the bitterness, the sweetness, the alcohol, the hop flavor, um, all just uh, in a really in a really uh, great balance that just super drinkable, um, yet great flavor. So, okay. um, and you don't get for eight point one percent alcohol. I'm amazed that you, like that alcohol taste is not a dominant not flavor in it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome! I'm keen to try that after that. That sounds fantastic. So one thing we were talking about earlier was the area that we were in. So Norbert, it was one of the places, like you said, before, it was like, what, 15 miles to the border. So it's super, mm-hmm. super close. It must take you guys, what, it's like probably 20 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, if he's yeah, driving, if the... I'm driving, it's like 12. <laughs> Tough. <laughs> An old man. <laughs> hey, <I'm safe. laughs> we have Kate safety. I have kids now. I have to, I drive. <laughs> <laughs> So this is a place that we, we, we came from, uh, we staying in Waterbury and we, we came up from that way. So mm-hmm. when we pulled off to come in here, we were like, what the hell? Like, I've been to Vermont, whatever, 10, 20 times, something like that, and I'd never been here before. It's a and beautiful a little city. Cute little, like, yeah, like a whole mm-hmm. bunch of this like, Main Street soup. Look, it looks super, I don't know if new is the right word, like it looks like rejuvenated, and mm-hmm. manicured mm-hmm. lawns, and like a whole bunch of like cool stores and restaurants and cafes and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's, uh, tell us about the place. What's the, uh, what's the deal with the area? So St. Albans is an old railroad town. Um, okay. There's actually, the Amtrak train still has a, uh, a, like a, a stop here. Yeah. yeah. Um, I assume that probably if it's the one that crosses the border. The yes, tier, it is. It's probably the first stop. Yep. Okay. Um, and after the railroad, after the railroad stopped being as predominant in the city um, as it was, things started to kind of go downhill uh, for St. Albans. Um, a lot of our, our storefronts in St. Albans became uh, empty. Um, and On that Main Street? Yep, yeah, on Main Street. Uh, a lot of people started leaving uh, St. Albans, um, heading either Burlington or out of state. Um, and there wasn't a lot of industry here to support uh, additional, any kind of growth. Um, and then about five years ago, uh, the city went through this revitalization process. Um, invited in some additional industry uh, right about the time that we got up and running um, and really started to cultivate a community feel. Uh, Before that, St. Albans hadn't really, there hadn't been a lot of community events. There hadn't been a lot of community efforts towards supporting any kind of uh, growth plan here in St. Albans. Um, And so that really started about five years ago. And to watch the transformation and then to be a part of that transformation, um, you know, as we started and then grew and moved here and participated in a lot of the community events that are happening, hosting a lot of them here, uh, donating proceeds from specialty beers, um, to watch that take place and then to watch our downtown transform into this quaint Vermont picturesque small city um, where people are enjoying dinner out on the patios of restaurants and people are walking with their their families and shopping at the little shops on Main Street Um, and now there are all these community events that are happening every Wednesday there's a concert in the park during the summer um, that's free to the public and you know they can come and hang out and bring food and 
uh, we set up a bar there so people can enjoy a beer while they're listening to the music and just all of those things that have been happening over the last five years. And, and now people are starting to see it as kind of a bedroom community to Burlington. So a lot of people that live here are actually commuting to Burlington every day because it's only 30 minutes on the interstate. Right. Yeah, it's pretty close. Is it is it like I guess cheaper for people to live here? Is that maybe it, why? It's it definitely a lot cheaper been. than Burlington. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yes. Um, and as it, but as more and more people start to populate the St. Albans area, yeah, property costs, costs yeah, okay. cost of living starts to rise, and and so now we're starting to see you know increased cost of living here in St. Albans. Good or bad? Um, good and bad. You know the people that are living here tend to, uh, but working. Um, Outside, uh, tend to have. <laughs> you could have, you could have not done that one. Really. It's all good. That was good. That was good. <laughs> tend to have a little bit more disposable income, uh, and with the brewery now having a tap room the size that it is, um, a lot of people are coming here as a destination. And then they're once they're seeing this, they're seeing the downtown in St. Albans and making it more of a, a, a day-long thing or, a, you know, an evening where they'll come here, have a couple of beers and maybe do a little shopping, um, or head down to the lake. And The lake is, right? That was my other question. Are we on the lake? It's a couple here? of miles. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah not, not too yeah. far at all. Okay. Yeah. You can see it if you go up on the hill. It's a beautiful view of the, uh, okay. of the lake. But yeah, yeah just a couple nice. miles right down the road. Yeah. Okay, so let's go on. So essentially, would this be like 30 minutes to Burlington from anything? If you're in Montreal, if you're in Toronto, from where I live in Australia, like it took me 45 minutes to get into the city of Melbourne, and like that's the suburb of that. So would this be a suburb of Burlington? Yeah, it always hasn't been considered a suburb for sure. I mean, you you look at Burlington, you got Winooski, Williston, you know, those could kind of be suburbs, yeah. But not quite. Yeah, yeah, we're a little. There's a little bit too much country in in between. between. Yeah, (laughs) okay. Too many farms in between. I like that. How is that living like that? Like, is it? Uh, It seems that this cool. Yeah, I actually live 30 minutes north. Of what northeast of here, so I'm I'm right on the Canadian border, the Frelliesburg or uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like I can literally. Like hit Canada. Well, I probably can't throw a football that far, but, <laughs> but pretty close. But very, very close. Yeah. Well, just seems really good. There was a um, festival there with, uh, with Dunham. Or, yeah. yeah. Did you guys go? Uh, I didn't go. No, because I don't. Insane. I I wanted to go. I heard. Yeah. I know. I don't have my passport anymore, no. and I, I just I'm just afraid of going across. <laughs> yeah, if you don't have your passport, you will. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll get across. Yeah, I was going to say back. getting across is They will. No, they will. But you have. Like they, they, they legally can't. They legally can't hold you there if you're an American citizen. So you have. Like they will let you back through, but it's just. They'll hold you for a while, probably. Just likely. Give so, you a headache. Yeah. I'm so I'm getting my passport again. We got a passport office here in St. Albans too. Yeah. So and it's one of only, I think there are only two or three in the country that do expedited passports and one is here in St. Albans. Yeah. That's pretty good. Mm. My, uh, the day before my passport expired, though, I was like, I, I got to get I up to Dunham. And it's nine, mi- Dunham's nine miles from my house. Brasserie Dunham's nine miles from my house. That's so I, amazing. Yeah, I, I took the day off. I went up there. <laughs> Um, and they held me for a little bit because I was like, your passport expires tomorrow. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, you went to the border. Uh, yeah, yeah. I went through. I went over to Brasserie Dunham. Uh, oh, amazing. Oh, yeah. So and then uh, you still got back. Right? I got back. All right. Yeah, they were, they were, they were fine. <laughs> but, uh, but I hadn't actually, uh, nine miles from my house and I never been. Uh, yeah, no, I had never been. Amazing. So, but yeah, I got to get my passport again because it is, uh, it's, Canada's a great, great, great place. Yeah, it makes life a little easier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. I think they used to do it. Like, I lived in Toronto in like 2004, and I traveled. Like I can't because I'm on an Australian passport, so I, I get treated like I have to go into the office and fingerprints. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. It's not fun. But 
the Canadians used to be able to just be like, bam, driver's license. And now you have, like, Tiffany has to show her Canadian passport, but you used to be able to do a driver's well, license. Well, you can do an Canadian. enhanced license now, which we yeah. don't need to talk about this for too long. But. Oh, no, but <laughs> it fascinates me. But yeah, we, I'm waiting for my passport to expire, so I got another year and I'll get an enhanced license. I don't yeah, like spending extra money, so. No, like, why? Like why do it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why Unless okay. it's on beer. Yeah. Right. Um, I love it. So something we were talking about earlier as well, speaking of that, the uh, Make the Cut contest. Do you want to break that down? Because it sounds super cool. I'll, yeah, you go right ahead. That's yeah, so question. basically uh, the Make the Cut uh, homebrew competition. I'm actually going to I'm gonna grab this uh, right here. While I, uh, this Perfect. Follow me, Session IPA. Nice. Um, so yeah, That's the Make good. the Cut homebrew competition is basically a... Uh, uh, homebrew competition that's open to anybody in Vermont that that can yeah, we have our here's our central location where they bring all their homebrews to um, so we have uh, uh, basically one weekend where everybody brings their homebrews mm-hmm. um, and then the following weekend uh, we bring in a whole bunch of industry uh, people um, you know, uh, from brewers to professional professional tasters cicerones um, uh, BJCP people, BJCP yeah. judges um, we don't do it as a BJCP or BJCP like style like judging guidelines. like we don't have to go through the whole but it's a very basic sort of like um, you know a few different um, guidelines one through ten a couple comments on it and then um, each table sends two beers forward um, right. up to two beers forward if there's a L, if they've got three that they just have to send some, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll sometimes let that through. And then it goes to the second round of judging, which it's only Cicerone's, BJCP, um, and um, brewer, uh, brewers. Okay. Um, like that are Yeah, that are, like, really, you know, have a really good palate, really good tasters, or other, like, really professional uh, industry people that might not have one of those titles, but they're... They know what they don't. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, so in that round, uh, we narrow it down uh, to just a few. Um, and then it goes to the founders table, which is uh, myself, uh, our head brewer, uh, Steve uh, Gagne, our, our founder here, um, who started the, the uh, kind of conceptualized the, com- or the uh, competition with the uh, beverage warehouse of, of uh, nice. Vermont. So, um, and then, uh, and Jason uh, Dennis, who is uh, uh, the, 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 the curator yes. there uh, at Beverage Warehouse. And probably um, one of the most stunning Beer yeah. ever <laughs> I have beard envy. I see God. And then we narrow it down to two. Um, so we take those two beers, we brew them on our pilot system here. I, I scale them up, uh, get them to, and which is not always easy. Sometimes yeah, it's, that. but uh, we scale them up uh, in conjunction with the home brewer. Like with with the homebrew, so we so we take their recipe. We get, I get as much information as I can. We we with like the guidelines of the competition. You have to first when you submit, you have to give a lot of information about the brew, down to where did you brew it? Like, is it your kitchen, your garage? Like, not that that really matters. No, but I mean, I'm sure but, it can affect some parts. Of yeah, exactly. And we get we get as much information as possible, um, and then scale it up um, with the brewer. And then you know, there's some choices to be made by them to say like do you want to do it this way or this there's a few different options there but uh but basically we try to recreate it as closely as possible to the original batch and we always keep a bottle of the original so that when we have the the pilot batch come out we can taste them side by side before it goes out before it goes i mean which for you know if it's an ipa or double ipa or something it's going to taste totally different at that point because it's like two months down the road um but um but then again right exactly yeah which we've we've had before but it's yeah still how how consistent can they be? Yeah, true. But uh, but yeah, we uh, we brew the pilot batch, put it out to bars and restaurants. Mm-hmm. The public votes on it, and the winner of that 
we go on to brew on our production system. So we brew a production size batch so between 30 and 60 barrels. Wow. Um, depending on and the, they're here to brew with the brewers. Yep. Yeah, they do through the whole right. competition. So they come in, they brew on the pilot system uh, for the first batch, and then they come in and do the, we try to get them for as much of it as possible. So we can say like, this is what it's like being to, a brewer. It, so it's right? not just like and the glory of the, the, the brew, which, you know, that's not, it, you know, it's definitely uh, more taxing, but then they come in for like the transfers, the canning, the you know the whole process they're, go yeah, through, and they're part of the package design, yeah. um, yeah. as as well as um, some of the pre-selling for the finished product. So they touch pretty much every aspect of the process to give them an idea of this is what it's really like. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, yeah. must be crazy for them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then uh, the big release is our the Vermont Brewers Festival, which is the premier oh, yeah, brewing the festival. Yeah, July, yeah. yeah. So it's the, usually the second weekend of July is or the third, third, third weekend. Third, yeah, it's usually the 20th, 21st yeah. or yeah. something, yeah. yeah. So uh, they That's debut cool, there. So we, we released it at the Beverage Warehouse mm. and a few other package stores uh, that that uh, weekend. And then they serve it on draft and they, they're they serving the beer to the, to the public. They're there yeah. to talk about the yep. beer. To, nice. Yeah. yeah. So That's such a cool uh, idea. Yeah, it's really cool. And it, the really cool thing that I've, from my perspective of it, is I always learn so much because it's always it's always puts me out of my comfort zone of something you know we experiment with a lot of different things but the winners of the competitions is always something i've either never done or never attempted to do or just like like a zillion almost, pounds of passion yeah. <laughs> or, or refuse to do unless i'm forced if my hand is forced and it, i i i have learned uh, a you lot enjoy it you might learn something right yeah. exactly yeah is there like style uh, oh i like, always enjoy learning though. hey learning's, learning's awesome <laughs> is it um is is it like a um where you're like, all right, this year, it's, is there a theme or anything? Or it's just like the best beer wins of whatever it, style? Yeah, it's pretty much about in the last, we the first couple years, it was a little bit more like true to style type thing. And now we've just been like, what's your favorite? What is, and, and so if it's something it's that wows you. Yeah. First. Yeah, so this past right. year, it was the uh, um, Tropical Graffiti, which was a passion fruit and dragon. Yeah, passion and fruit and dragon fruit, fruit um, sour. That was like the most beautiful color of oh, anything. It was gorgeous. Like, yeah, like people, everyone just pinky red or something. It was like, it was like deep purple. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. and bright gorgeous. too. So it was like you know, as bright as this. Beer, and the beer like deep was purple. fantastic. Yeah. yeah. It's passion fruit is yellow. Dragon fruit is like black. No, it's like it's really uh, it's the dragon fruit is like a purplish color. Is it really? Yeah. The outside is. Yep. It almost looks like Maybe a murder scene when you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, but it's, it's not super flavorful. It. It's kind of earthy. Right. A li- you know, depending. And actually, I found I discovered one of the things I learned it that if you get it from Vietnam, it's more sweet. If you get it from uh, Nicaragua, it's a little oh, more. different it, types. Yeah. So depending on where it's the terroir oh. of it, where it's where it's grown, it's a. Uh, a little bit different. So one's earthier, one's a little bit sweeter and fruitier. So right. um, I think this year was probably the most difficult year as far as when it came down to the final two beers, mm-hmm. judging to, you know, even as just a consumer. And I'm a huge sour beer fan. So for me to have a sour beer and a double IPA, my initial thought was, it's oh, I'm going to go for the sour. Right. right. I'm going to go. Yeah. Uh, and then I tried the double IPA no, and I thought, one to one. holy yeah, crap, beers. this is going to be difficult. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And they were ju- this year was such a difficult year. Yeah, it to, came. To it was it was super tight in the public vote too. It was oh, yeah. like really, Seven really shows. close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it one of the really? Yeah. yeah. Is it one of those things where you could be like, bugger, let's let's do both. Uh, I wish. We, it's hard enough for us to fit it one into our production yeah. schedule, so yeah, we did talk about it we, yeah. uh, because it was such a close vote. Because you could do like half-half, like cut the batches and not inside. Yeah, but then, but then it, you got to get the front cans yeah, printed. And we don't have the right size tanks either, so it would t- tie up. It would, it's just, yeah. yeah. 
It's we That's we cool. yeah. Yeah, it was exceptional. That was the beer I had, and it was exceptional. Like yeah. I, I didn't know what to expect. My friend was who gave it to me. He's like, "Dude, you need to try this." And yeah, it was sick. But same before, I love that yeast. It was so like, I'd never seen the yeast pour out of the can like that before. <laughs> it was like it, like stuck to the edge of the lip. There, was, yeah, every awesome. once in a while that happens. Yeah, yeah I thought super that because I'm um, do I love Mamont like the haze and the, that type of stuff because you guys like own it. You guys do it so well mm-hmm. and. Uh, it was, it was like a just it was like a symbol of that to me it was very funny it was yeah. really cool such a cool idea. and that was a, and honestly for me as a brewer I like I don't love that hazy the haze craze necessarily um, and but yeah. it forced my hand okay. <laughs> like again said, outside your comfort right. zone but, uh, but what they put out um, you know it was I, I really enjoyed it I mean it was amazing and I'm not a huge hop head either so like I'm not you know I, I prefer the Oktoberfest or you know maybe a light lightly hopped uh, session IP or something but um, but yeah that, something like that where but if they just uh, you know they, they their recipe uh, they really you know they really nailed it so I love um, it it's just cool it's, it's like giving back yeah you need something in your glass yes I was thinking should I should I go the same thing if you want to I, I, I left some in there for you if you, you know want what? some Let's or you can go for something else you know what what you is it what? okay so tell me about this one it's a uh, session so, IPA. Yeah, so that's one of our newer SKUs, uh, newer flavors. <clears throat> we just released that uh, this year, earlier this year, yeah. um, and it's a uh, so session IPA uh, brewed with uh, mostly Galaxy hops and uh, you know pretty big dry hop on it, um, but uh, but not like overly bitter. It's right around uh, right around forty IBUs, um, four point nine percent alcohol. Um, it's got a oh, nice aroma to it, um, and it's <laughs> just yeah, super drinkable. It's one of those. It's, it is. It's crushable, crushable beer. So you get the galaxy too. Yeah. This is when you were telling us about earlier that they're doing, or they were doing something else. No, we were brewing tribute today. I do that right Yeah, here. yeah. Um, which we do not smell like a session. Jeez, sorry. Yeah, no, it, it smells. I mean, we put a lot. We put more hops per barrel in that than we do in our tribute double IPA. What ABV is that? Four point nine. Wow. You can see why you, this is crushable, but it's got like this light body, but that enough of that like fruit flavor, like the yeah. IPA flavor, yeah. like bam. Yeah. And, and you know, on a hot summer day. Yeah. yeah I, like, uh, like right now. Yeah. It's like, like, like right a hair dry <laughs> blowing. Right <now. laughs> the, the, crazy? Yeah. <laughs> the struggle with this one too was to get that body, you know, right. to keep that, because the first batch we did, it was super thin. It was like really, yeah. and like to get that body without, you know, affecting the flavor too much. And like really, it just, uh, you know, I feel like it's really, really come together That's for sure. perfect. Would you like more of the... Uh... Oh, I may switch to a maple Ooh. breakfast stout. Ooh. Oh, Which is such a cool... Uh, yeah, I want to see this. So What's there's actually there? a story behind this can. Yes. Um, this is my grandfather on the can. Oh, amazing. Um, like old photo, like recreating? Uh, it was actually from a painting. Uh, one of my aunts is, is a very talented artist. And uh, my grandfather was a lifelong maple syrup producer, farmer, uh, salt of the earth, just a really great man. And um, my godfather's sugar house, my grandfather would sit there at the boiler and like he was the only one that could draw the syrup when it was done boiling. It was he when he gave the okay, good to go. it was good to go. And so someone had taken a photo of my grandfather and then my aunt painted this painting um, of my grandfather. It was very uh, Norman Rockwell-esque um, in style and. Mm-hmm. All of us in the family, um, aunts, uncles, cousins, we all have a print of this painting hanging in our homes somewhere. Um, And so when we were looking for something to put on the label for the Maple Breakfast Out, you know, automatically this painting came to mind that, you know, here is this quintessential Vermont maple syrup producer. And, And so to be able to see him, you know, 
looking back from yeah. yeah from from cooler doors around uh, you know New England. It's it's super cool. That is really cool. yeah, and it's such a great beer. It's um, one of my favorites. I'm not a huge stout fan, um, okay. but. The fact that this is, it's a lighter bodied stout than um, maybe some of the others that are out there in the market. Mm-hmm. Um, and the cold brew coffee just adds such a great, like clean coffee flavor right to the, right when you first, you know, like it's, take it's a drink. Upfront. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's a bit, yeah, definitely the coffee's definitely yeah. up front. Yeah. But it's not like espresso, like super, super dark or anything, but it's got, okay. yeah, it's got a nice. And I'm a black nice coffee, coffee drinker too, so that just um it's just such a great and it's it's like i said it's not super heavy so you can drink it all year round and it doesn't feel like yeah it's it's not exactly (laughs) you get done running it's the perfect beer put the kids to bed (laughs) and we do that one on uh on nitro as well so we uh package it on uh and kegs on nitro not in the can but um but yeah that's pretty much the best i think that's the best way to serve it it's just so creamy yeah. so natural so good and I like the fact that it's oh, been okay. here long enough that it's like at that perfect temperature yeah. it's still cold but so it's I'm not getting like, like super roasty chocolatey Oh, yeah, yeah. As it yeah. warms up, a ton of the chocolate flavor mm-hmm. comes out. That coffee's still prevalent on the front end, but yeah, we say uh, suggest serving it between forty-five and fifty degrees. Um, and what I actually like to do is pull it out of the fridge, pop it open, and just let it sit and kind of breathe for about an hour, hour and a half, oh, and wow. then go and, and grab it. If I can make it that long, it's usually like, <laughs> usually like, it's usually like five minutes. Yeah, it's, Aaron, it's been long enough. It's been three minutes and twenty-two seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the best way That's to have it. Screw nitro. Straight to microwave. Screw the microwave version. <laughs> It's a good concept. <laughs> no, that's not stratosphere. <laughs> you, you, you can have that. Right? <laughs> One of the things that we do use this for, though, on occasion, is if okay. you throw a scoop of vanilla Ooh. ice cream in it, it yeah. makes really an good. incredible grown-up. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. It's really good to cook with as well. And I do yeah. a lot of beer dinners and stuff as well. And it's it's always a part of the beer dinner yep. menu, like oh, a yeah? beer pairing. Um, what would you pair that with? Everything. <laughs> no, but it really does work. It works with a lot of different things. Uh, like, so for for desserts, it's really good, but you don't want to match it too closely. You don't want to do like a double espresso chocolate cake, for instance. Gotcha. That will make it taste That's kind of gotta, thin. Yeah, it's got to contrast quite a little bit. So like vanilla ice cream is really good with it. Um, carrot cake. Carrot cake's really good. And really, sweetness works pretty well with it. And even though it is semi-sweet, it's not like cloyingly sweet or anything like that. like something salty-ish? Um, salty can work really well with it. But it's also, my what's amazed me is it's amazing with steak. And like, uh, the mm. best thing I've actually ever had it with was like a, um, uh, I can't remember what, I can't remember exactly the cut of meat it was, but it was in a puff pastry. Um, mm-hmm. And like, uh, it was a braised uh, braised steak, I think, with a lot uh, of British puff. things. Yorkshire oh, it, was, it wasn't. It was to do all of these beer pairing dinners. There's been some weird dishes, but they've been all been so good. But yeah, uh, we've been to a few there. It's like, yeah, yeah, like the emu emu <laughs> yeah. pot pie. It's like, what is wow. this? Wow. And it delicious. was delicious. Yeah, yeah. Emu, emu imagine emu actually tastes more like it is. It's kind more of like a like gamey, right? Yeah. Well, no, it's but it's more like a, a cow than than like chicken. I would expect it's more like oh yeah, a, totally. It can't but it's, it's super yeah. gamey. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, anyway, it's a lot of... Smoking like a true Australian. Right? Kangaroo, too. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I, had I that tried thing. that once. Yeah. Was, <laughs> one of our regulars brought in kangaroo meatballs. Uh, or were those camels? 
Those were camel. 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 Camels are that's not even, kangaroos. That's even weirder. <laughs> yeah. They're a little different. A little different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A little different. <laughs> have less humps. I feel like I have had kangaroo before, though, because there's this place the in New Hampshire that sells. Uh, yeah, yeah, kangaroo. <laughs> they're definitely less hops. I feel like I have had kangaroo before, though. Yeah, it's like, I'm sure I've seen it around here. I think we put it in chili. I think we did kangaroo chili is what it was. We didn't actually like, it wasn't, you know, by itself to really, really right. figure figure the flavor out. It was just kind of like, it works. Let's throw it in chili. That sounds perfect too. I never had that. They, they started selling, before I left Australia, they used to sell like, like ground kangaroo so you can make like spaghetti or yeah. like um, whatever, hamburger patties and stuff or just like little steaks and stuff. Mm -hmm. They were great. They're like really high in protein. I enjoyed them. I kind of miss, what, did is you have Is PETA gonna be mad at us? I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had kangaroo in my life. Never. <laughs> do, do you guys use lactose in any beers? We used to use lactose actually in maple breakfast ale, and, and we pulled uh, it out because we just like don't need. We, we used to like contains lactose in big letters, and then people wouldn't notice. Be like, oh, I'm lactose intolerant. Uh, okay. Like, we'll uh, just let's avoid that. Okay, I have a question for you guys on that. This is a bit stupid, but I have a bunch of other uh, beer writer, beer media friends. We have like a little group chat, and we've taking this joke way too far and basically we have like team lactose and team no lactose so, <laughs> like they hate milkshake IPAs mm -hmm. these two guys the other one than me my other friend are over, and it's just like we just defend it to the death probably all the time but all of us are just like whatever it's like so so angry like it's very funny to us so I would like to ask people because I'm trying to get people more on my so I can just say huh see respectable people are on our team would you be team lactose overall meaning just do you like enjoy it in beer I actually, I've only probably had a couple, and I couldn't tell you Either honestly. Like, I mean, I've, I've messed around with using lactose a while ago, never in an IPA, um, but I've messed around with it quite a bit. Um, and you know, honestly, in in those IPAs, there's some other, there's so many things going on that I probably couldn't even pick out the lactose and everything else. But I've only had a couple, honestly, um, and I've never made a lactose IPA. But I'm sure the next make the cut homebrew competition, somebody's so gonna, somebody's have, gonna one. have one. Oh yeah. yeah <laughs> Are you like inherently against it, or no. it's more like agnostic? If, if I, I guess I'd be a, I'd be agnostic on it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm comfortable with that. That's like that's that's the winner. I'm definitely not atheist. I believe it exists. <laughs> I believe the lactose in beer exists. I believe exists. in lactose. But but yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, I like that. Andrea, what do you think? Are you uh, I'm open to them. Um, I think you know. I think as long as the beer is done well. Um, you can use kangaroo in it, yeah, exactly. and I would, and there I would, you, you know, and I would try it. That's a, um, and yeah. I have had some some good milkshake IPAs, uh, and then you know I've tried a few that I didn't care for. So, but I don't think lactose was the deciding factor. I think it was more more the the brewer or the yeah, it didn't the quite nail the rest. Of yeah. That being said, I have overdone lactose before in Maple Breakfast. That we we actually started quite quite high and had to taper it back a bit. And then we like held it there, and then eventually we're just like, you know, let's That's just scary of it. Is that, yeah. I can see why people are up. If it's like actually affecting the sale of the beer, then it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, and we, and we don't have to, you know, don't have to put it on the label because we're not putting it in there anymore. Like we can just you know, pull that. You can make like another beer with, with that if you needed to. Okay, mm -hmm. so so essentially, it's sort of like a, we're not on your team. Is basically what it is. Okay, <laughs> that's okay. I'm okay. I'm okay with it. I mean, I prefer that you're on the team, but like, you, know, you can't win them all. I, I do want to get the ridiculous photo, if I may. Oh, do you want to get another beer? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you gonna go? Throw a little bit. Out. There's, there's a little bit. I'm just gonna take a little bit so you can try, oh, try some as well. And you can try it on nitro go. after too, anyway. That's so. a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> I did the, do the same face. You did the shoot face. Okay, it's very uh, important. The shoot face is like key. Uh, 
I just gave you my normal one. That's stupid. okay. You my normal stupid face. <laughs> I can't. I feel that though. You gotta, you gotta like see whether where, where, where the photo takes you. You know, like it's not really. There's no rules. Tell right. me about it. Um, talk to me. Talk me through it. So on the nose, like we said before, like up front, like nice, nice, rich uh, coffee flavor. A little bit of chocolate. This is not the proper glassware, by the way. No, this. it's <laughs> this is most certainly an alternative. Yeah, yeah, there we That's go. That's probably a close yep. <laughs> Does that does the uh, ras- uh, raspberry sour? Is that is it like some sort of black forest cake going on? <laughs> we actually so we had a meeting earlier today with one of our distributors, mm. and um, the craft manager wanted to try the raspberry Berliner in the maple breakfast stout, and he really liked it. He it, thought it wait, was. Wait, he did that before. He I was, did. So yeah. I, that's why the, I was going to say, I didn't recognize that beer. I thought it was a weird looking Valor. <laughs> and what, well, what I will say is though, who, did you mix it? Yeah. You added too much? Added too much maple the, breakfast? No, though? no, no. Too much raspberry. The raspberry, it's a, and I do this one too, by the way. I don't know if I, but it's a three quarters maple breakfast, one quarter. See, raspberry. he wanted uh, me to do more raspberry, less maple so breakfast. So you might have been so. past that point. There's like a midpoint where it's like, oh, now we need. Yeah. Jason's always but, past that point. So. <laughs> Jason, but I'm telling Jason. you. The, the chocolate raspberry, like where it's chocolate up front and coffee, and then you get that raspberry acidity and that like sort of that mm. tartness on the end. It's, it's really good. We, we have done a, uh, we did a chocolate raspberry stout. Chocolate didn't? cherry. Chocolate. Ooh. Yeah, we may have done a chocolate raspberry, we raspberry too. Raspberry we probably too. have. I'll yeah. check the logs. With lactose? <laughs> no lactose. Yeah, with, uh, cocoa nibs. Cocoa nibs. <laughs> That's cool. Well, I mean, there's no lactose in the cocoa nibs in and of itself. <laughs> so there's no cow product, so Peter will be happy with that. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> I'm still interested. Mm. How do you guys feel about a lightning round? Sure. I told you. It's not going to be lightning. Okay, yeah. perfect. <laughs> then so I'm that in. is the perfect temperature right now. That's um, the way. I sh- yeah, we should go okay. grab you a glass so you can... Uh, I can one. Did you? Oh, there you go, yeah. Oh, I can try from here. Yeah, thank you. Oh, yeah. It smells... It's got that... There's like a breakfast stat. Like, it, it smells and it's approachable, but it's got all of those big flavors. It's something yeah. you can just tell that it's not like a... 10.5. Right, exactly. Right. Yeah, it's not a huge beer either. And a lot of people, like, when they try it, they feel like it should be bigger, so they just, they just think it's too thin or too light or... But... Everything's sort of sitting just nice. That's great. So creamy. Yeah. You think there's lactose? Yeah, there's, there's no lactose. lactose. I mean, one. Can, I could tell you. I could tell you there's lactose. Thank you you. <laughs> totally believe it. Though. I totally wouldn't believe it. It's <laughs> definitely creamy. It's got the um, I guess slight dark chocolate bitterness. Well, we put lactose in no. that can because we knew you were going to. Yeah. Yeah. I usually keep it with enough. me. I just <laughs> spike it, <laughs> sprinkle it in. I got lambic festivals. <laughs> oh yeah, lambic there's lactose. A, that's a whole different story. I'm on that can. You're on that. One. I actually get to record that into the photo and send it to them right now. <laughs> that makes them so mad. They'll be so happy. Um, I'd be glad. That's why I keep telling them. The Dunham Festival, the yeah. new one. Like they kept, there was no, there was a couple of lactose beers there. There was other half had a couple. Oh, yeah. And I think that was it. And they, my friend was to the different session than me. I was disappointed because we would have just talked about that the whole time, I guess. Kind of really one dimensional. But <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm going to bring a little sachet and sprinkle in the Cantillon and stuff. There you go, yeah. <laughs> it's just going to make it better. Yeah, I mean, you, Cantillon, I mean. What, I what mean, it, it needs icing sugar. Yeah. <laughs> That's just the flavor, by the way. That's what he said. Icing like, sugar? Funnily enough, the dude, my friend Noah, who hates it, well, we joked that we hate it. He always says he, he called it icing sugar. I'm like, as soon as he said that one time, I was like, wow, that's exactly what it is. He thinks it's stale icing sugar because that he doesn't. Have like you tried it? Have you tried it before? Just by itself? Yeah. I, I, oh, lactose sugar. Lactose sugar. Yeah. When we we did a collab brew with a um, brewery a few months back, and we had it was a lactose marmalade sour. Oh, okay. And. I think I did try it. It's then. very. It's not sweet. It's, sweet it's like, like it eight be. times less sweet than like table sugar. 
It's or maybe ten times. It's like it's right. not very sweet at all. It's not unfermentable, or it is. Sorry, it is unfermentable. Um, yes, unfermentable. So you, easy. but you right. need to add. It's perfect. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I said right, but I was lying. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but the uh, it, it, yeah, it's a rare. It's a very. It's not very sweet at all. So you have to add quite a bit to add any sort of like. You right. can add body to you know with yeah, it. You can add a little bit of creaminess. Um, but you don't really get like a huge flavor no. from it, really, no. um, unless you add too much, and then you get almost a little tart character from it. Yeah, it's, it's, there's a fine line between yeah. like when we did the sour, we put apparently the brewer said it was half as much in that as you would in say like a milkshake IPA or a milk stout or something like that. So it kind of just complemented it a bit, like in the background alongside the vanilla, because I guess you usually need yeah, the, vanilla. Right. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. Is there vanilla in the maple no, stout? No, I didn't get any. No, no. But the lactose. What did that add to it? I guess you couldn't really even. Yeah, and honestly, because uh, when we did add it, um, it was a while back, and we've, we've adjusted the recipe since then, and I didn't know as much about pH at that point either. And I know that I associated the lactose <clears throat> with a tartness or a sourness, not sour really, but like a more, uh, um, yeah, but more of a, an acidic character anyway. Mm. Um, so it could also be that our just, I mean, that beer is very acidic unless you treat it. So you have to, yeah. we have to do, you know, we do special water treatments for each of our brews, but for that one, it's, it's a lot different a than lot a more. lot of our, like, I guess the cold stuff. brew is just a ton of acid. Well, no, actually, before you even add the cold brew, it's already, the, the dark roasted malts is what's really oh. acidic. So you have to make sure to bring that, uh, the, the, add a little bit of alkalinity to the beer in order to, uh, to make it so it's not too sharp on the finish. And actually, I got to check which batch this one is because I've had a few, you know, that's a little too acidic for me. This one's like perfect right here. Just so. right. So you're going to make yeah. sure that whatever you did. Exactly. Let's match that again. Love it. It's amazing. <laughs> How good is lactose? Um, okay. Lightning round. Guilty pleasure beer. What is a beer you'd be ashamed to admit to a fellow beer nerd that you enjoy? Oh, jeez. So typically a macro of some description. Uh, okay. So we tried the... Uh, God, I can't, I'm not even going to tell my friends about this. Uh, They're going to know now. I know, I know. Uh, the Bud Light uh, Orange that they just came out with okay. was uh, it was very refreshing, it the, surprisingly. Like the, like the orange or it's, or it it's, Well, it's not because those, I believe those Rita's are, yeah. the, are like sweet. Yes. This is just like, I don't know if it would be their their version of... Huh, it's it's just a light beer with some great orange flavor, and okay. it was super easy to just chug the whole thing. So, <laughs> so pick some of those up from the gas station on the way in. <laughs> yeah, chugability. <laughs> chug chugability, right? It's very key. Yeah. I like that. Honest. Um, of course, I'm fired. Uh, okay. You know. Yeah. So um, no. yeah. No, that's okay. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> not until October. Yeah. Not until October. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I'd have to say probably PBR because I can't really, I mean, I don't drink it often, but like, you know, it, it's handed to me. And really, honestly, it's the beer that's in my hand is the, is the one that's my, <laughs> my, uh, my go-to at the time. So, so you know, if, it, if I'm handed a PBR, I'm not going to be like, and, and really with anything, like to each his own. So if somebody's like, oh, this is my favorite beer, here it is. And, I, and they're not really, they're not initiated into the craft beer scene. I will, I will not judge it. Pre, I won't prejudge it. I will, you know, try it with my full, you know, attention and try to, and then I'll pick it apart like crazy. <laughs> to them or to yourself? Uh, to myself mostly, but a, a little bit to them. You're a nice guy. But although I was given one, I have no idea what it was. A Tijuana or something? T I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was. I, I had those in Mexico. I don't think. 
Yeah, they're... Uh, There's something Tijuana somebody gave me this, uh, this past weekend. Um, and uh, they were saying it was complete shit beer, it was no good, and their, their, their cooler was full of Hill Farmstead and Alchemist and all this stuff. And I tried it and I was like, it's actually pretty good. And it was warm too, they didn't even have it on ice because they were, had to make room for their other beer. Yeah, of course. And, uh, <laughs> and I was like, it's actually, you know, they, they did a pretty good job with this. This isn't bad. Some of the Mexican likes aren't so bad. Yeah. 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 yeah, Corona would be mine too. Like it's just... Corona's your... Yeah, like I'm just not, it's fine. Like it's, I'm not excited about it. I'm not going to buy it. But someone was there, I'm like, yeah, sure. I'm not mad. My, my boyfriend made me buy some the last time we went camping and I told him that I was going to have to go to another town to the grocery store because... You don't want them to I, know. Got, well, they can't he, know, like people in St. Owens knew who I am. <laughs> I, can't, I can't have that in my car. No. Are you kidding me? You, no, you can't walk in there. You have to wear a wig or something. Yeah, I, I actually had to buy Bud Light, a 12-pack of Bud Light. I, I had to buy because we have to calibrate one of our instruments with it because we know where the range is for that. Like So okay. So I had to go buy some the other day, and I bought it right at the uh, place right next door, and there were I saw five of our regulars in there as I'm buying. I'm like, <laughs> and, like, yeah, and, and I couldn't guys. explain it to each every, every I was like, you know what? I'm just going to own it. <laughs> and, and, so, But I go to the checkout, and I'm like, can I have a bag for that? And she puts it in a see-through plastic bag. And I'm just like, it doesn't matter but it was the worst thing I've ever done it was I'm oh, sending someone else next time yeah you have to send these instances yeah. Yeah. I could do that I never thought about that actually being seen with that stuff it's hard it's difficult you know when I when I go out with the with my girlfriends or whatever and they're all ordering Shock Top or Michelob Ultra or whatever and I'm like oh my oh, god, god. Come on. if that's all there is like I'll take a Grey Goose and soda, just yeah, like, right. Just give me a water. Yeah, that's kind of the next question. What would be a beer you would decline under any circumstances, and you would go for that vodka and soda? Or... Uh, Michelob Ultra, uh, which is funny a because before, before craft beer, uh, when the girls and I would go out, I would drink a shit ton of it because I could drink Ooh. a shit ton of it. Um, but now. Uh, it's, your, your palate is too developed. <laughs> yes, or it's, it's just trash. not good. <laughs> <laughs> we can say that. We don't we stand up for macrobia. <laughs> yeah, that would be the one. Be uh, yeah, because, uh, you know, I'll do a Miller High Life when I'm down in Florida with my dad. It's not bad. People keep telling me it's all right. I haven't had it for so long. It's kind of yeah. like drinking water. It's been it's yeah. been a while. Like inoffensive. Yeah. Water. When you when you need to stay hydrated, that's a good one. <laughs> Do I have to pick just one? No, <laughs> we have a whole list. No, I think I think one. I'd have to go with uh, um, Odul's uh, non-alcoholic. No, uh, <laughs> um, I'd probably. I like I like most. I don't like. Never mind. I'm not going to say it out loud. Um, but. Yeah, I think I'd hit for the the one. If I have to choose one, say one that you just like, if you went to a barbecue and you didn't have some beer that you would bring, and like, right here, have one of these, and like, nothing. No, I, I do that a lot. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, uh, right. but if I was like, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to insult anybody, but uh, <laughs> I don't. I actually, I don't you know if I can. One? I can. I don't think I can. It's like so trash that it's just offensive to you. There's a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, list let's just all. say list them all. let's just say Mick Ultra like that one. I had yeah. that the other day, and I just could not you like because I was like, and it wasn't. I had I took a taste because I, I was actually right after the Tijuana because they yeah. had said the Tijuana was bad, and they were drinking a Mick Ultra. Yeah, and, like, <laughs> and I tried the Mick Ultra, try. and I was like, oh, this is awful. Uh, but 
No, I yeah, probably yeah, probably Mick Ultra. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, it's a there's a lot of bad beer. Yeah. yeah there are a lot of bad you beer. You know, it's almost like you don't realize until you know too much. Now you know too much. It's like, now now what do you do? Right. Yeah. You can't unknow kind of, things. But you, you kind of know things. <laughs> but at the same time, you're in Vermont. And literally, I love about this place, like anywhere you go. Yeah. Like, it's not like that in Canada. You can get gas station beer, but yeah. it's all the things we're talking about. Yeah. You can't get craft beer at gas right. stations. Here, right. it's like crazy Some of the delis. Craft, the and best like, craft beer is found at a... <laughs> yeah. There's this one we're at uh, in Waterbury. Like my friend, I was like, "Yo, like the craft beer salad is close." It's at the roundabout. Yeah, yeah, yeah crossroads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like the yeah. lobster rolls in the deli. Oh yeah. Like I went to the craft beer salad yeah. just like two minutes before I close and got some stuff. I think all right, good. And I went there. I got. I could have gone here. Not stressed. Like it's the same stuff. Yeah. And a lot was, of cold storage. Yeah, way more cold storage. <laughs> that also blows my mind. How do you? I know it's sort of off topic with this, but how do you? I've seen like say Burlington Beer Co they had at the craft beer cell all there they had a couple things in the fridge he's like oh if you need anything they're over there and they were just all piled up on a shelf and then we go to trade like trader joe's is god level the best place in the world to me oh yeah so we come here just for it's ridiculous <laughs> and they had burlington beer coat just in like literally 10 cases deep in out in the open plus the shelf stuff i'm like what? this is not how you're supposed to do that no. what's up yeah. with that it's hard to control so once we sell the beer to a distributor we can make demands that our beer not be placed any you know especially tribute valor follow me b72 we want to make sure that those are kept in cold storage and uh, but invariably we find there'll be a, a a market here or a store there that um you know there's it doesn't a, do what they're supposed to yeah do. there's 20 cases of tribute sitting in the middle of their of their floor Mm. Um, Trader Joe's, the only thing that you'll find at Trader Joe's from us is our maple breakfast out because... You know there's no cold they storage. They only... Yeah, they have, like, very, very little cold storage. So um, that's something that we set up with our distributors. As we right. get out of state, it's more difficult I to make those demands. You really kind of yeah. go there yeah. yourself. Yeah. yeah, for the most part, um, outside the state of Vermont, uh, we, we make the requests. Uh, we make it known to the salespeople for the distributorship that this is how we want our beer treated. However, there's only so much we can do to control that. So yeah. there are going to be those instances where tribute is sitting on a shelf or Valor's been sitting there for, you know, five or six days. And and unfortunately, there's not a lot that we can do about that. Yeah. It's, just, it's a shame. I was I noticed a similar thing in Montreal as well. And it was a, um, a specific, uh, you, you know, Boreal in Montreal? Boreal, I don't think so. No? Yeah. Well, they have this, like, they normally, most of the general beers aren't fantastic they kind of more gateway. Then they started, they hired this other brewer and started making this crazy, like New England IPAs and stuff. And they're like phenomenal. And uh, I went to this store near me recently and they had like six, seven cases just out in the open. And I was like, what are they doing? This is like a, this especially a style like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? And then I told my friends about it. And they're like, oh, they put it there because they know it's going to go in 24 to 48 hours. Well, the, the problem with that is because I've heard store, uh, you know, say the the, the, yeah, yeah, they say that. And I say, well, it's more of a, I'd say, uh, the look like you, you somebody a consumer sees that and they say oh and, and a, a big misconception is if it's cold or if it's cold it has to stay cold and if it's warm it needs to it can stay it's, warm it and then we can right, put, you know, when it's ready to drink until, yeah. yeah but the, the thing is if it's warm if it's at um, and I'll, let me try to do this in Celsius <laughs> if it's at if it's at uh, uh, 25 C uh, I think it's actually 30 C which is what, like 90 degrees? Yeah, it's like 95. Yeah, so if it's at, it's like at 30 C versus uh, cooler temps, like, you know, five, three, yeah, three, five. Four, 
three to five, somewhere in there. Um, it's uh, one day is equal to two weeks. Wow. For yeah, how quickly for, it for, is. For how, yeah. For, for highly hopped beers. For any beer, really. It, it's, wow. it's, but some will not show their age as much. So you could have something so like, like the hoppy beers will show their age. Because I got like much. a cellar at home. Right. It's right. like only, it's just yeah. sitting there yeah. out. Yeah, you, you want to keep it at like 50, 55. Okay, because it's just sitting there. But the beer will still change. They like, just it just won't yeah. necessarily change to the be, same degree. Right, as you might want it to age quicker, if it, depending on what it is. You want you know you want to age a beer, but but if you get it too hot, then there's other things that can happen too. But it's but it's just it's all about the metabolism of the way the yeast is interacting. So Budweiser that won't age at all. That won't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's pasteurized. It's you know it's, it's, it's like a McDonald's beer. hamburger on the shelf. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? Let's sit there. Yeah. <laughs> Leave it in your jacket pocket. Ten years later, it's good to go. <laughs> it's good to go. But, yeah, they, that it, but that's you know that's really the the issue. You know, if we we ship a beer uh, to uh, out of state market and it gets warm on in transit, it takes two days to get there, and it's it's automatic. It's all of a sudden four weeks old by the time it shows up, and it's yeah. only been two days. Man, so and so then if it ends up on a shelf rather than in cold storage, you no. know, we're looking then at beer that's, that. Yeah. And does that as I mean as a business does that frustrate you? Oh, for sure. I mean, I guess as a business, as a brewer, yeah. like you make it, and you're like, dude, this is how it's supposed to be. Well, I mean, how would you like your bread two months old? 100%. I mean, but like, like you can't have a choice, right? Because right. it's like, right. well, you either cut the distribution, which of course you don't want to do, no. or you have to like, you're gonna wear it. No. So it's yeah. just kind of like I mean, yeah, you can, you can, you can, there's definitely things you can do to mitigate it. And that's the great thing about one of the best things I think about Vermont. I mean, like, we rarely see our beer. Uh, on the floor, it's yeah. always we, in cold storage now. Okay, good. Um, yeah. But and that's kind of you know all the the gas stations even are putting in these you know, beer huge caves beer that caves and accommodate yeah. like everyone's got yeah. Yeah, yeah I love those everyone's yeah. got a huge amount of cold storage because they understand they the fact yeah. yeah and it's been it's been all the brewers like from a quality standpoint it's like put it in cold storage put it in cold storage yeah they must understand I mean it's the New England and we're extension. starting to see that trend in in like Massachusetts there are a lot of, of package stores now that are starting to put in and renovate for beer caves one it allows them the opportunity to bring in more SKUs more breweries uh, more variety but people are starting to demand the quality of their beer be at a I, certain I level mm-hmm. yeah um, and so, you know, they're obviously having to follow suit. I like that. That's how it should be. Yeah. It's just so, something that bothered me about that, and I just I didn't really know who to ask about that. Yeah. There's, mm-hmm. there's some markets we go into that there's zero cold storage. That's right. <laughs> it's, I mean, did that, in, in this area that would be considered New England, or is it other? Yeah, it, it, there are some... Some, uh, some pockets in New England, for in sure. They still yeah. don't do it right. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of crazy, particularly that it's just like this is the area for this stuff that you guys invented this stuff. Like, yeah. How can you not understand that and stock it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. I feel like there's a, there's enough craft beer um, education, whether it's on a consumer level or. Weren't we in a lightning round? Yeah. Oh yeah, we were too. <laughs> I was just realizing that this lightning round is a Dan very just got hit like, by lightning. super oh. slow lightning. I told you it's molasses. I know. <laughs> you get distracted. You get, you We've done a beer with molasses. Yeah. Ooh, mm. that's not a bad idea. The Raider. Yeah. Yeah. What was it? Stout? No, it's an old, uh, it's basically Civil War era beer. Um, okay. That one, so so, have, yeah. so it's like here in St. Albans, there's a lot of uh, history. Uh, there was the St. Albans Raid, which was uh, some bank robbers. Okay. Uh, and uh, they're during the Civil War time, and, and there's a, there was for a number of years uh, a, a race, a half marathon okay. that. Um, followed the same path as these uh, bank robbers and oh, so we were cool. asked to create a beer 
the, That's the, the Raider Dan type of thing. And so they Dan created a beer that was very um, stylistic of the time. And they used molasses back then. Yeah, the molasses was one of the biggest, sugar? yeah, the biggest oh, uh, the additives. To nice. it, yeah, so instead of because they weren't very efficient with the barley or the you know the uh, grains that they were using, so yeah, add molasses to up the up the alcohol content. And That's honestly, it. the way I brewed it was only about six and a half percent, and it, I kind of tried to make it like a molasses cookie sort of type of thing. Really but the uh, the alcohol, I should have boosted that up okay. to like nine percent. It's been like three years since we had that yeah. beer, and uh, people still ask for it. Hmm. Really? Yeah. It's probably one you could have aged. But, well, it was only six and a half percent for that one, so oh, it, it yeah, might have it might aged all right. But still, uh, but yeah. you gonna bring it back? I'm not gonna never promise anything. Never. I said I'm not gonna promise. You said never. 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 That's kind of how this works, yeah. by the way. Just, Dan, really we really should do. I'm never going to. Dan, we really should. do. <laughs> I said never gonna promise anything. We might do it. I'm just yeah. not gonna promise. Glad to hear, guys. Yeah. Uh, should we fill our glasses? Then we continue. Sure. sure. You guys lead the way. I have no idea what's going on. But did you, you you did try the maple breakfast already? I have sipped it. I will review it properly later. All right. Have you? Uh, I mean, if you want to try something, uh, oh, I don't my keys on me, but I have something I have probably my, that I can. Oh, I have my go. ring for this one. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got the ten point five. Do, uh, well, we got three glasses here, so that's good. Hey, uh, here you go. Here. You do. Um, Take your glass there. You know, I haven't even tried this one. Oh, I don't want to open it. What is it? Though. It's the oh. wine barrel aged, the red wine barrel aged Vermont Vice. Oh wow. That, that's and that's a local a local winery too. Yes, uh, we only keep one brand of wine here in the tap room, and it's Due North, which is a local. Woo, Hello. Oh, it's pretty warm. We've had yeah. it out for a little while. Um, <laughs> it is a, a local winery. Um, that's all right. I can grab a towel. Yeah, yeah. I've got bar towels. Oh, we're a bar. Oh, We've sure. got bar oh, towels. Yeah. <laughs> so much easier. Um, so while we're waiting for Andrea, tell us about this one, man. So yeah, it's so a that's bourbon our, barrel H, Imperial Maple Stout. So this is oh, yeah. the first runnings of our maple breakfast stout on our production system. So oh. we do 30 barrel batches. So we just take the first runnings, which are really high sugar content. Okay. Um, and we uh, we put them into our um, uh, pilot uh, kettle. So about collect about 100 gallons out of the 930 gallons that the batch would normally have. Um, so uh, definitely boost the alcohol up. Yeah. Uh, we had maple syrup. Um, it hopped it differently. We don't add any coffee to it. Um, and then we age it in uh, bourbon barrels. I believe this one was Heaven Hill bourbon, if I remember right. Buffalo okay. Trace bourbon for this one. Um, and we aged it for a full year um, and then blended. Uh, so we used a little bit of the beer uh, from its original state, which was, uh, you know, we didn't put it into the barrels. <laughs> And then, uh, and we blended in uh, mostly the, the barrel aged beer. So, um, and it was, uh, yeah, it's pretty, uh, pretty good one. It's perfect. Cheers, Cheers guys. <clears throat> Love it. Tell us about that one, Audrey, too. Oh, it's fantastic. The mm. nose on this, you get so much of that oak Oof. from the red wine barrel. Yeah. So it's like a, I guess mm. it doesn't have the, the berries. Is that right? Or it does? It doesn't. Does not. It doesn't have yeah. the berries. We will be oh releasing gosh. one uh, within the next month or so, though, of uh, ras- with the raspberry in the barrel as well. So um, raspberry, it's aged in the same wine barrels that this this beer came out of, um, but aged for about three months. <clears throat> oh, it's fantastic. Then, like, the, the oak on the nose is just... This one's almost it? a little too oh. oaky. You get, like, straight, straight oak on the nose. Mm. And you get fine. a little bit of the oakiness in the... I mean, you definitely get the the sour from the the um, uh, from the the 
the the kettle sour. Yeah, the kettle sour. Sorry. Um, But it's not as maybe as sharp as it as. When we keg one. it, yeah. When I noticed with this one, it dry it uh, it dried it out a lot. Yep. So we get a little sweetness from the the main yeah. the main beer, and it kind of or the, the the initial beer. Um, but the the red wine sort of bring dries it right out, and you get that like character of like that dry red wine. Yeah, was, uh, you don't that, get you don't get a whole lot of the red wine flavor. Right, but right. it does. You get you get, you the get the dryness. Yeah, the tannins, the, the astringency, yeah. a little bit of that. Um, but it balances really well, and then you get that oaky character, that mm-hmm. nice, those vanilla notes, and those like that, that wood character too. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Uh, that's really nice. I'm really happy with that. That's amazing. And this is crazy too. This is like doesn't really really taste that ten five like no these no. imperial stouts. Like, no. Bam. Yeah. This is chill. I love it. Um, lightning round. I'm sorry. Okay. Favorite <laughs> beer style. Uh, I'm a sour girl. Uh, I discovered Sours shortly after I started working here. I was at an event in uh, Brattleboro, Vermont, and uh, Hermit Thrush had just, they had just opened uh, and were at the same event, had never had a sour beer before. Um, And they had their rye, barrel rye, uh, that was phenomenal. Um, And from then, it just, you know, I... You've been out of control. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they pretty much can make anything and I'll drink it. Um, <laughs> and then the fruit sours that have taken over this past probably year have been uh, some of my favorites to try. Nice. Uh, yeah. Four Quarters and Winooski does a, a great job with some fruit sours. Uh, nice. So, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Great choice. Yeah. Love them. Oh, I forgot to be thinking. Um, lightning <laughs> round. Uh, uh, favorite beer style. Let's see. I, I got to go with... Uh, uh, I don't know if I can go with a specific style, but a well-crafted German lager, I'll say. That works. So, that works. Uh, I mean, a lot of different different ones, but, you know, from Pilsner to Helles to uh, Martzen, you know, just a really well-crafted German lager is a... Uh, you can't really go past it. No. It's the brewer's beer. Yeah. No, it's That's what the kids call it's it. delicious. Uh, least favorite style. Least favorite for me is probably a lager. Uh, nice. I'm, I'm not a huge... I need some kind of bold flavors i i i like ipas um i like sours i like um some some of the browns um i like those big kind of bold flavors right it's not enough for you yeah have you tried because i was the same forever and like this year i've got heavy into like the dry hopped lagers and pilsners and Mm -hmm. i love it that's why straight away you said like give me something like that just, yeah. mm-hmm. we did an IPL that I oh, sick. Yeah. loved I really really enjoyed it so yeah, this was like four years ago I think yeah yeah that was a collaboration game. That was, well it was a collaboration with uh, Trap Family Lodge who's oh, still uh, yes. who's doing uh, an IPL now pretty regularly yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah we did that one I think it was it was at the old space yeah um, yeah I think we but yeah the, hard, to, the yeah. hardest thing we were trying to figure out was what temperature we dry hop it at because we're lagering at a low temperature yeah, right. trying to get uh, but we did fermentation generally better from what I understand or like it's right at the end uh, yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah exactly well in the, the I mean really with a lager you're, you're fermenting at like 52 53 it's normally like a dry hop on an ale is around 60 minimum yeah. you know it could be warmer so um, but we got a we, you know we dosed it pretty pretty good and uh, we got a pretty good flavor out of it I, yeah. I, I thought it was good I can't remember what we used for hops on it but I can't either it. I feel like you'll you, you get the 
because I was like the, the biggest hater of all that stuff. It's like, just give me one. If it's not hazy, I don't want it. <laughs> if money's right there, this is what I do, is what I live for. And now I'm like, I don't know, something about it just changed. I don't know why it just like clicked all of a sudden. I've only been into like craft beer like seven years, not like mm-hmm. 20, no. like half the people I meet. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I feel like uh, I've only been in it for about seven. Oh yeah, seven eight. Okay. Yeah. Are you into you're into that stuff clearly, like the dry hop stuff or the traditional stuff? The traditional stuff. Okay. No, no. I like yeah, I mean, a, a, a well-crafted, a, a, well, a well-crafted <laughs> German lager. So like, uh, and and old style, or, or like Belgian, you know, like you know, Belgian yeah. lambics, Guza actually. Oh you know? yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, so you're, you're a young old man. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I like yeah. it. I like it. Uh, Desert Perfect. Island beer. I didn't say my least favorite. Ooh. Desert oh, Island. You didn't. I'm so oh, sorry. Yeah. I didn't say my least favorite. I apologize. We got uh, been carried away today. Yeah, uh, my my least favorite. I probably should have just glazed mm-hmm. right over it, so I don't say this. Oh, yeah, but um, uh, double IPA. I knew he was going to say that. <laughs> T- tell me about it. Right, pays uh, our mainly, bills, but mainly yeah. because mainly because it's too it, it's just uh, it's too heavy. I mean, it's too much alcohol. If I'm drink because like if I'm drinking an imperial stout like that, I was going to say you take a small you know, small little taste. If I'm drinking a double IPA, like I can appreciate the flavor for sure, um, but I want you know a, a smaller smaller even a twelve ounce for a double IPA for me. It's like, it's too much. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you. I like I prefer the higher the lower ABV beers. Right. So I do understand. Yeah. But like, I don't know. It seems to be like that eight. Which yeah, eight like one. I think yeah. is the tribute. Yeah, that's like, what everybody loves. It's, it seems to be like the region where it's like it's, it's, it changes between that sort of six seven range and then eight when yeah. it becomes like. So, there are people like, that come into the tap room specifically looking for beers more than seven percent alcohol. <laughs> I got made like that. Yeah. I think they're crazy. I mean, Tiffany's one of them. I, guess. I love the double. I love the double. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and a lot of people. I mean, a lot of people. It is, and like we're actually so this is uh, the tribute to eight point one. Yeah. Um, and the B72 is eight right now, but we're going to be lowering that down to 7.2. So that way we've got a 4.9, a 7.2, and an 8%. Um, so kind of hit hit each it's each level. Um, and B72, 7.2, it's 72 IBUs. Just That's all lines up. But we have found that the best batches when we were first uh, doing pilots of that, uh, the best batches were in that lower lower ABV the range. Stuff. So, yeah. yeah, it's an interesting sort of like... Just, balance exactly, right now, right? Depending balance. on the beer and stuff. Yeah. Like some of the ones that are like, uh, I don't remember what you guys saying before about the multi, no, you're saying about the multi sweet. Well, I, I can't stand that too. Yeah. It's like a, just, it was, it's, yeah. it's just sweet. Ugh, to I'm me, like, it tastes syrupy and yeah. I just like, it's, I don't want that, it's not a beer. But, yeah. But the Vermont style, New England style hazy IPAs that I've found that have no bitterness and just all fruit right. at that 8% range. Like when they start going to nine or 10, I'm like, that puts you to bed. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Because you're having it, it up anyway. Boy, right? <laughs> well, yeah, true, right? Technically. Um, but then when it's like the hazy stuff and it's just right, I don't know, like it's something about that that I'm like, you can, it just works. So it would depend on the style, I think. It's, like I think the flavor at that point, like it that it becomes about the flavor. I'm, not that beer isn't about the flavor anyway, but I think those, you know, the seven and a half to eight percent IP, uh, IPAs, even the milk, shake IPAs that just it almost it's almost like you can sink your teeth into yeah, those like, flavors I don't like I don't know how to express that word but the flavor just has so much it's like tangible it's yeah like <laughs> well we I know exactly what you're saying well you're saying about the uh you know kind of that that balance with having a sweet New England or not sweet but like the there's almost no bitterness on the New England style IPA like but it has uh, and it's but it's got a lot of like hop flavor like juicy character yes but then the so the alcohol like 
the literature says that the that alcohol is bitter even though I perceive alcohol as more of like a sweetness Sweet, or kind yeah, of like a, sure. but like, alcohol technically. It technically is more of like, it has a, a bitter taste hmm. to it. If you taste alcohol straight, you wouldn't call it sweet. You'd hmm. say it's, it's, it's bitter, close but in the, you know, in those ranges. Hmm. So it kind of, I mean, you have to, when you're, when you're formulating a recipe, like the, the hop flavor, the sweetness from the malt or any other, any other sugar content you're adding, um, the um, alcohol flavor, um, and then the bitterness that you're that you're adding to it, like that all, I always find that the best flavor for me is always when those those really kind of balance really together. well. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And they can't be it can be muddled. You no. can't have like and even with the hop character, for instance, like you can't have too many different characters go, or flavors going on because you're not going to perceive them really. Mm. You, you can only perceive so many or so many flavors, um, and it'll kind of just like be like kind of muddled together so you can actually get more hop flavor using less hops or less, diff less different, different hops. hops question about that then um, do you feel like say the the, the head brewer the owner of uh, Judas Yale in Montreal JF he said to us that the the different hop as opposed to like say single hop IPAs the different hops is like a symphony yeah, yeah. yeah. one of them is the bass one of them is the guitar blah 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 like they all play a part do you feel that's accurate or is it more like it's just nuanced have you ever played in a band yes okay so so think about it like this the bass and the drums and the guitar and the keys okay they're all playing as a song but then you just hear the keys by themselves it's not the same without that bass line it's not the same without that guitar line mm -hmm. it's not the same without that drum track so like all of that together in the right in the life. right right so like and so I it's not it's not it. it's like more of it's it's a um, not the sum of its parts it's it's more of a collaborative not collaborative but it's like a a melding of, of characters so like if you're adding you know if you're doing the right hops have to be put right so like if you in yeah, the right volume right exactly and they can like you you have you love you know, say like citra and galaxy for instance um, those hops are great on their own you put them together, they don't necessarily taste like, oh, that's Citra and Galaxy. There's mm. something else going on in the middle there too. There's something, there's there's this overlap there. There's the this character that's coming out of it because they they, they kind of, they meld and they have these uh, these characters where certain oils are uh, are elevated because there's certain oil contents in one and the other. And depending on the um, the final amounts of those oils, the flavor will be completely different. Right, so, so it's com extraordinarily complex. It is, and no one really understands it yet. <laughs> there's a, there's a lot of science coming out of it all the time. Every year I, I learn more and more about it. But there's like, yeah, the, the, it's really about the the levels of uh, yeah, the, the yeah, power it's all sitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think life. It's always like we always come back. Life is always about balance. Like yeah, whatever. Everything is yeah. like you know, too far either way is rarely how it's supposed to be. It's usually somewhere in the middle. So I right. assume that probably just right with the beer and same stuff. Mm -hmm. I like that. We have mm -hmm. empty glasses again. Should we do the wine thing? Yeah. Because Andrea seems very <laughs> And I want to be satisfied good. like Andrea said. Isn't it great? great. I can't wine. believe it's. Uh, I've taken this long to actually try it. Rinse with uh, just a little splash. Smart move. You got to rinse, particularly out of stuff after a. Uh, yeah, I was going to say after that. 10.5 bourbon. Yeah, that, that hit me. <laughs> hey, oh, sorry, man. It's, uh, it was surprisingly smooth. I don't really drink that. You want to do that, yeah. that rinse? Totally. I don't really do too many of these these days because it's 8,000 degrees outside. Yeah. yeah. Woof. Oh, I love that. It's so good. So it's the version of the uh, the Vermont. So the Vermont rice without the raspberries. Without the raspberries mm -hmm. in wine barrels. Yes. Okay. Fantastic. Thank you, sir. Let's do the photo. You know how it goes, guys. Yep. Mm -hmm. Used to it. All right. I'll do the goofy one this time. Okay. How's that? Can you hold the bottle, please? 
yeah. as well. And yes, please do. The, the more ridiculous the face, the better. Oh, that is. That's going on the wall. I'm just going to get some drinks in us. I'm sending that to mum. Like, who are you hanging out with, Craig? Vermont well, people, that's who. Okay. That's right. Those crazy Vermonters. Are they the best? Uh, desert Island beer. So you're stuck on a desert island. They won't help you, but God damn it, they're going to give you the beer that you need at the perfect temperature. Yeah, uh, all of that, of course, right? You know, how it's Vermont. It's a Vermont island. Then I want a, uh, a oh God, a fruit know, goza. Right? A fruit goza. Oh, yeah. this is a good idea. Plenty of so, seawater. water. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, that's okay. how they do it. <laughs> 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 yeah. Right. Plenty of seawater. That's water. how they make it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Any particular one? Like, is that? Uh, Anderson Valley makes some really good mm, fruit. They do. The, uh, the yeah, the orange blood orange, orange, blood orange, orange, orange is, great. is great. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, we take a bunch of those. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Isn't it crazy good? Yeah, this is great. We need this after a 10.5. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> blood orange goes. is a good one. Refreshing. Yeah. It'd go with anything. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Mm. Honest. For mm. as much as you know about beer... It's taking you longer to answer these questions. Right. Well, that's because there's so many options. Uh, the beer in my hand. No, um, I, think I, I think I gotta go with, even though it's a desert island, is it a cold desert island? Is it? Is it uh, yeah. Yeah, someone asked me that the other day. Is it Antarctica? <laughs> is it, which kind of island is it? I assume desert island would it's, suggest. It's, yeah, it's, it's like the typical thing in a movie. Like, what's yeah, the one with there's the, palm the trees away. and there's, yeah, Tom there's Hanks. lots of Tom sand. Hanks, the like, I think I still one. have to go. I, I'm. I mean, I might be biased, but I think our maple breakfast out. Uh, uh, it's just it's because you, so, you it, need the caffeine. Well, that too. Yeah. Um, is it caffeine technically? But it's so there is a little bit. Yep. Actually, it's. Uh, <laughs> I figured it out one time. I can't remember how much it was now. I'm not going to quote it, but it's eighty to one beer, uh, uh, beer yeah. to to coffee. So it's still a lot. But it's a heavy. It's a really strong brewed coffee. Mm-hmm. So there's a. I, I can't remember how much exactly is okay. in it, but there's a. I think it was. I want to say. If you drink a gallon of maple breakfast out, you get about the same as a small cup of coffee. I, I so if you're still I, I awake after that. that. Oh, hang on. How much is a gallon? Is that like four? 128 ounces. It's uh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. It was so <laughs> metric. Uh, wait, and I had wait no in liters, gallons. Yeah, more than, um, I, I can tell you, check the liters uh, in, to barrels, but is it I like couldn't 1. tell you. Is it like 1.6 or something, 1.5? I might. I can't remember. It, I know that it's uh, 1.17 something hectoliters to barrels. Oh, that's bad. It's a bad comparison. I got a feeling gallons because I think every time I think we, when you guys do the gas, it. it's like four times our volume. I think it's but it's like double Florida. the money. So you guys get mad cheap gas. Yeah, you guys get pay. Yeah, but it looks cheaper at the at the pump. Like when it we looks, see that, we're like, oh, that's, that's cheap. cheap. Yeah. But in Canada, oh, yeah, because you get like thirty percent off. You're like, whatever. <laughs> and we see ours like, oh, America, thirty dollars. I'm like, oh no, that's really like forty-seven. Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. We aren't God eating today, it. so, <laughs> so you know, this is our carbs. This is how we're getting by. America takes all the money. Um, be a trend predictions. What's next? What's hot? What are the kids going to be drinking soon? I think we're going to start to see more loggers and pilsners uh, taking center stage. People are are uh, looking for at least a good year, maybe more of palate cleansing. I yeah, think. I think after all of this haze, like, uh, yeah, particularly I, here. Yeah, yeah, that's where that's where my prediction is. So like for the last, 
Because last year I predicted sours for this year. Mm. So. Okay, so what well, I'm saying is like Andrew is essentially a crystal bowl. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> the, the last four years I've been saying that IPAs are going to start dropping off and they still just continue and continue know, to stupid. grow. And there's different yeah. types of IPAs. <laughs> and there's di- so I think that uh, IPAs are probably going to be the dominating force um, for the next uh, at least five years. Just looking at where it's gone, and, and, and another part of that is because uh, the the uh, the path that a new beer, you know, craft beer uh, person takes is it's easy to get into IPA, and that's a lot of places. A, a lot of where you either start with like stouts, dark, you know, like dark chocolate stouts mm-hmm. or IPA, and you you, you kind of you hold for a while with that. Mm-hmm. The IPA IPA is drinkable. It's it's taste you know it's tasty. It's uh, it's is it because you can hide a lot with hops? You can. Okay. <laughs> I'm just, that, but it's tri- it, it's really, you know, it's easy to drink. So uh, a lot of people, when they get into, like, wh- for you, like, yeah. how, like, what's your favorite style is? I would arguably say the hazy IPAs. Hazy IPAs. New England IPAs. New England. And you've been, you said, been in for about years. seven and a half years. And where did you start? As far as, where was your uh, favorite early on? Europe, it was European lagers, and that moved into Ambers. When I tried Ambers, I was like, what is this? Yeah. Lost my mind. Then as you try it on, maybe a dark lager, like a black lager. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And something. then it kind of, exactly. Yeah. And then it kind of went to, like, you get to the IPAs, and at the time it was kind of English IPA in Ontario. Right, I was in yeah, Toronto, yeah. So it was right. like yeah. English IPAs, a little bit of the West Coast stuff, yeah. starting to move around, like, okay. And it kind of worked. It was the 365 days of beer thing, so I was trying trash oh, for numbers awesome. purposes. <laughs> now I'm fancy, so yeah, I'm like, yeah. I don't have time for that. Yeah. <laughs> So it, it, it's that typical thing. And then as the IPAs were, were kind of like the thing, and I look back at the Facebook memories, I'm like, oh, yeah, if I remember that, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then as the discovered in the last two years, the, the hay stuff, it sort of changed yeah. the way I look at beer. And then something like, I like fun in beer because I'm not a purist. I don't know how you guys feel about right. that. It's a lot of purists. Like, beer? like fun. Like so, like if you're gonna do something yeah, fruit, like cool, anything different, yeah, 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 it's like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Glitter, I think it's, I know it's dumb. Oh, I, see? I know it's dumb. I know, bro. Like, I try. I sent him. So you're, you're like fun. The, the 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 Facebook video of the glitter, like glitter beer, beer, and he goes, "I'm just gonna pretend that you never." Saw I'm gonna lean on that. I'm still doing that. <laughs> but so what? What? But uh, like, but you've been on IPA for a while since the you went through a few years. Yeah, yeah, IPA. But you went to store. I'm going to that. Because yeah. you know, you know, it's right. IPA. It's probably gonna be good. When I first got uh, into beer, the first IPA I had was a uh, uh, Long Trail IPA. Right, and that's. I mean, to I don't know. When the last time you had a long trail? It's been a while. I mean, someone brought me back some when I was an immigrant and couldn't uh, go anywhere, and uh, <laughs> I was very grateful. And I didn't know what long trail was, and it was. I think it was an IPA in there, and it was like. So, but it would have been. But it's before it's, it's, it's much more. Coast. It's it's more like not about the flavor of the hops. Like nowadays, it's it's all the flavor of the hops, and that was more. And everyone you know, knows a tra- more traditional. Yeah. It's yeah. Very, yeah, yeah, it's a very bitter IPA, basically. I, but, I still mess with those. Yeah. But it, you are right. Like IPA is definitely going to be that long, have that longevity. Yeah, so and, and like you get to it. Yeah, exactly. There's so many, so much a variety within, within IPA style, because right. there's so many different hops. There's so much variability. You can do you, and combining even the different, the different hops, hops creates different them, flavors. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. there's so much variability, and then they're adding in the different yeast characters where you get different ester profiles that play with the hops like as the well. Brutes. 
and stuff like that. Yeah, oh, and then the brutes, yeah, and that's exactly. a whole different thing. That's, have you, you know, had that? I haven't actually. Yep. I haven't even had any yet, but I understand. Like, I I get the concept. You know, adding an enzyme and dropping that that uh, specific gravity down, so it's like there's no sugar left, no, basically. Super dry. Yeah, I had a couple in Canada, and actually, mm -hmm. funnily enough, I went out of my way. It was really hard for me to get the collective arts one from Hamilton. Oh Atari, yeah, craft yeah. beer cellar and water breed. They just go and sit it on the shelf. I'm like, yeah. you kidding me? It drives me nuts. Well, um, so the funny thing is about the brute IPA though, like it's a super dry IPA. Yes, but it's not below one degree or. or, or uh, uh, Specific gravity of one, or, or, or uh, basically, our tribute with yep. the yeast that we use, it gets it super dry anyway. So it's not, okay. it's you know, it might dry it out a little bit more, but it's very, very similar to that same kind that, of just because thing. of the the yeast strain we use on that one. But so I mean, they are interesting. I'd like to see them lower ABV. All the ones I've had like seven plus, and it's so it, there's not enough to absorb that alcohol. Right. And it's just a lot of it says a booze bomb mm -hmm. too much. So it's not that multi sweet thing because there isn't as much. It's still quite free, right. but it's, it doesn't need to be that high ABV. I think six tops is yeah. good for that. They're interesting to me, but it's, you are correct. I'm definitely agreeing because it was like I was obsessed with them because I couldn't get them. Right, yeah. And yeah. I hadn't traveled for a while. There was a bunch coming out in Ontario, and Quebec is a little sometimes slow with the trends. Mm -hmm. So now there's a couple and a few people hooked me up with some. But I haven't seen any here. I haven't seen anyone talk about it. I haven't heard it. The only one I know of is uh, uh, around, like, well, in Massachusetts. Uh, um, how come I can't think? I, I know the guy's name, but I can't think of the brewery name right now. But uh, yeah, they, uh, one in Massachusetts just released one recently. Like but, uh, or something? No, no. Uh, um, how come I can't think? Treehouse? No, he's got Goody Two Shoes, the Kolsch, and. Uh, that sounds familiar. Hmm. Exhibit A. Exhibit A, yeah. Yeah. I said it quietly though. I was like thinking of I was thinking of Steinberg's name and I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. But yeah, they're not like they're not as common as maybe they could or should be at this yeah. point. But it, right. it, it elongates the style and it, yeah. and it takes it. And it, exactly, it's still IPA. But yeah, it's a it's a huge swath of what the yeah. entire beer industry is. So it keeps it kind of. Yeah. I guess keeps people coming back to that style. So it'll. I guess there's there's, there's no death yet because maybe there'll yeah. be another. Yeah. Iteration. Metamorphosis. But it, yeah. And, and as many, and we'll as much variability as there is in IPA, there's even more in the rest of the beer market. So like, the, or in the rest of the beer world, or what you can do with Great beer. So like, so like, that's the thing it's that's infinite. it's really cool because you're like, hoppy, 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 hoppy. Yeah, cool. But there's also so much other stuff yeah. uh, right. that you can that you can experience, like this right here. There's almost like no hops in this. We yeah. air hopped this one. We just, yeah. we, just, <laughs> we, just, we, just we wave our smell, hop wand above. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you were saying before about this, like, the chewy thing. This because. Uh, Look yeah. at the color, right? Mm -hmm. We got the yeah. bottom of it, so we got more yeah. yeast. Yeah. This has that, um, there was this wine we had called a pecknat. I forgot what it stands for. Oh. Yeah, but what's, what's the full word? Are you familiar with that? That's not French, is it? It's from Ontario, but we had, and it's got this chewiness to it. I can't hmm. describe it. This, did you get that from this? Um, I got a, a little bit. Petit au natural. Okay, so it is French. Mm. But it's like this, it, I, I sometimes get it in salads, and it's this, crazy chewiness to Hopefully it. you didn't get too much yeast in there because it can get a little funky. Oh, with this, that is yeast a in pleasure. this is fantastic. I love this like texture in a beer. It's mm -hmm. fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, this is the longest light. See, I told you, this is probably going to be like a two and a half hour lighting <laughs> round. Um, favorite up and coming breweries? Can be in Vermont, can be anywhere. Just maybe you have friends who are starting one. You're like, these guys are, or guys or girls are going to be killing it. 
Favorite up-and-coming boy, if our brewery I've friends got, listen to this. Um, yeah, I mean, I've got a couple, but favorite, favorite up-and-coming is, for me, is Exhibit A, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah and, and I do, you know, I know the, the brewer there uh, uh, a little bit. I, uh, you know, uh, we have some mutual friends, but uh, but everything I've had from them is just... File? Oh, Thank absolutely you, yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, they uh, had that coach. I had that goody two-shoe yeah, coach a few weeks ago. Such yeah. a good coach. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I haven't had that one. Cole style. Cole style. Cole style. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Cole style. Is it? They brew in Massachusetts. I had that too. That one's good. I don't think I tried that one. I have one in my fridge. I have one of their IPAs too, and I for not liking IPAs. Yes. Yeah. I know. It was very well done. Actually, as far as I interrupt, my friend Giles owns a bar in Warren. It's a ski hostel. Hostel Tavarade. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you know that? Well, there's an after party there after the... Anyway, I'm not going to say that out loud. Do you know him? You guys uh, know I do not. I don't. Okay, just because he's the only one who he gave me lamplighter like months ago, yeah. and then I was there. We were there no, two weeks, three weeks ago, and he gave me the goody two shoes coach. So he's the only person I've ever heard talk about it today. Mm. Yeah, so I, I was in Massachusetts uh, with our sales guy, and uh, we were doing a tasting at Craft Beer Cellar in uh, Fenway, and he we were talking about different styles. I went through and picked like you know hundred bucks worth of different beers that I had never tried. That was one of them. So he was the one that told me that Exhibit A was doing uh, some really cool yeah, he's been, and good stuff. He's been stuff, in the industry so. for, I think, 25 years. He worked um, somewhere else, right? Yeah, Mayflower so, Brewing. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, like I had a Berliner yeah. from Mayflower that was very good once. But yeah, I mean, he's crushing it. Killing it? I'm yeah. so sorry. I'm sorry I interrupted. So the favorite up and coming you're going to say? Uh, was, did, yeah, mine was Exhibit, was Exhibit A. A. Mine yeah. was Exhibit A, yeah. Um, you can say uh, the same thing. Well, I'm going to stick with a Vermont uh, brewery and uh, Four Quarters in Winooski. Mm, Yeah. Um, You know, primarily because they took one of our brewers. No, just kidding. (laughs) Uh, The stuff that they've been doing has been um, just high quality, super tasty. um, Experimental. A lot of experiments and like like outside the box. Yeah. You know, dill pickle beer. Like, Ew. Um, yeah, uh, but they just did a oh. uh, an imperial stout that they aged on uh, chocolate and strawberries. Oh, yeah, that was very good. Yeah, yeah, it was very good. Um, should have tried that. I had an opportunity and I like you messed up. I, I, I didn't go for it. They've been doing a lot of sour stuff too, and you know, it's can, kind can of we my get thing. back to the still pickle beer? I have, yeah, a, I haven't tried it. Okay, I have not, I have not tried it. What style was it? I mean, I would assume that there's going to be some acetic in there because that's sort of vi- that's vinegary like character. A, so like yeah, like cucumber goes, so it's probably something similar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I don't know. I have no idea what they yeah. do. Yeah, they always joke to me about because I hate pickles so much, and people mm. always joke to me. All pickles. Everything to do with pickles, I can't mm. stand it. And people keep posting, tagging me, and pickle. You know those pickle <laughs> recipe videos? They make pickle popsicles. You only know like, about that because ah. you're the only one that's <laughs> like you. You should just embrace them, and then your Even friends sunshine show them pickles. Too. Have you ever had a sunshine I, I pickle? I have had sunshine. Yeah, sunshine, sunshine pickle? pickles are the best pickles on the earth. They're bright yellow, okay. uh, hence the name. They're sweet with a little. For the most part, they're sweet. Uh, okay. They, are, but oh, just it fantastic. Oh, my grandmother used, to, my grandmother used you know. to make them. It's what? That's fermentation. The, I mean, I no. do enjoy fermentation, but I don't know. I just I can't deal with the whole thing. Oh, and foam brewing. So I guess oh, yeah, for foam, me it would yeah. be a toss-up between uh, foam and, and, and four, quarters. and four quarters. Okay. Yeah, I'm an F fan. Great choice. Ah. F. And Frost. 
And fr- yeah. 14 stars. I know. Fr- yeah. And Frost, Frost, they're yeah, Frost are lush. Yeah, lush is, is, well, is one of the only ones oh, I've had. Oh, I really like that That was the orange. Like an orange creamsicle? Yeah. It was really good. They're still around or is that Dunzo? I think he had it at Brewfest. They're usually like one time. They ended at Brewfest. It was fantastic. I think they've done a few batches of it. She's trying to tell me your team life. <laughs> Maybe. I thought it was okay. Uh, okay. That was good. That was good. <laughs> Are you on the team or what are you doing? I know of the team. <laughs> I'm aware of the team. team. <laughs> I'm not against it, but am I with it? Uh, favorite be a city, destination, or country? Uh, Belgium. I've never been to Belgium. I haven't been to Germany since I was a craft beer fan, but I'd have to say probably one of those two would be, but one that I've actually been to um, and really enjoyed would be Portland, Oregon. Um, Cascade Brewing, uh, I spent a ton of time there and they and they, they tapped a live barrel, which what they're, they're pulling barrels from their, um, you know, from their aging, uh, like sour barrels and right. tapping them, they're lot, I mean, they're, they're carbonated. Uh, tapping an entire 50-gallon barrel, 53-gallon barrel, barrel with a spile or with a uh, 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 faucet, just like a regular cask. Oh wow! Um, and then serving out of it, and it's just like, and the whole show of it was just amazing, and the flavors, and the, I mean, just awesome, awesome stuff. Um, and they, yeah, just some crazy stuff out of Cascade individually, but then also just the entire. The, I didn't have a bad beer. I didn't, I, I didn't have a bad experience that, as far as the, the people and the, I did think to myself though I could never raise a kid here uh, <laughs> wow. but it was it just an agree well I mean I'm, Dan generally is when he's on a beer trip <laughs> oh, it was an amazing time that's all yeah. <laughs> that's all I'm saying yeah. Yeah. I didn't have time to raise any children this no well, you know, when driving around during the day and like seeing I was like I don't know this, oh it's a little rough I, not rough like in the way that like New York City uh, like downtown dirty, would be rough yeah. but like but like just like Open and very like too like a little too uh, oh a hippie. Well, kind of, but it's I don't know. You got to go to Portland and see. Okay. Like (laughs) it's it's hard to explain, but it's like maybe not maybe not till they're uh, at least eighteen. And then I'll bring. Oh, that type of thing. I guess like probably like weed is legal and all that type of stuff. Mm. Yeah, people keep saying Portland. Portland. It was great. I mean, it's a it's a great time there. So Mm -hmm. you said one, didn't you? I said Belgium. Belgium. Yeah. Amazing. The sours that I had, just some phenomenal, phenomenal Little beer. And stuff. Yeah. Crazy, Crazy fruited stuff. Yep. Cool shaped things. It's, I'll go yep. to Belgium yeah. one day. I haven't been yet. I had the pleasure of going to the Barcelona Brew Festival a couple of years ago, and nice. we did a couple That's of days great. early to go to Brussels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That? Amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's fantastic. Did you go to like Cantillon or? Uh, yep. 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 Solid. Yep. The big. The, I've I've always heard about the the big wooden door at Cantillon. Which you're like not <laughs> sure you like if they're open or not. Right? I know yeah. you don't. Know. You're not sure if they're open. And like you can't even like if you like try <laughs> to so pull big. on it. It's like it, I think they're closed. But <laughs> like you have to like really reef on it yeah. in order to get in. There was like three I of like us. Pushing work for it. Yeah. 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 Yep. I like that idea. Pull like a thirty year old beer out of the <laughs> cellar. <laughs> right. Like it's nothing to them. I'm gonna do that for my office. You have Ooh, to you have really to like, want to come in. Take <laughs> <laughs> like, that whole front part and just make a good wooden door with like the big knocker. It's got to be worth it for you to come in my okay, office. I like that. Okay, we'll put that on the we'll next board meeting. That's right. <laughs> um, underrated style brewery, city, or country? Well, style, brewery, city, or, or country. country. So just something that's underrated, but generally in that sort of... 14 star. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I like that. Uh, um, why? I want to think of something else. No, you can say that. 
I can't think of something else. I mean, it's, I'm serious about it, but I can't. <laughs> like, right. I mean, yeah. I, feel no, like like, I didn't think that's, uh, can't I think you should be proud of what you're doing. And again, it comes back to when people try the beer and they're so surprised um, at how good it is, yeah. it, it, it makes me laugh because I know how good it is, you know. I always, honestly, like if I'm at a festival, I'm like, this is the best beer you're ever going to have. So they're not surprised when it is. They have it, like, they're like, yeah. oh, you're right. Yeah. But yeah. Man is light. Oh. Yeah, I just... Uh, outside of us, the best, uh, the most underrated. Uh, I know it's tough. I don't know. Is this like Family Feud past? So it's wait, it's, it's not only brewery. Uh, so like, what, say say the uh, the underrated <laughs> style or brewery, style or brewery, city or country. So maybe or like brown ales doesn't get their props, or maybe yeah. this particular brewery, whether it's yourself or someone else, or maybe there's this region. Like hey, like Nashville is amazing. Springfield, Vermont, Trout River has been doing some really, really good stuff. I don't think they get. I had a couple of them. Yeah, they were really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Springfield it always makes me laugh that name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because of the Simpsons. We, did, they we get, get, did we get the Springfield? I can't remember. I feel like Vermont ended up winning the. That was like ten years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. What do you the, mean? Like, it was the, like, they, they did. They the did like one? who was the Simpsons, real Springfield? Yeah. And it was like Springfield, Mass. Wasn't the other one? I can't remember. Yeah, there's a lot of Springfields. I think there's like. There might be everywhere. Four, right? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much every state. Probably why they chose it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's, it's everywhere Simpsons USA. Yeah, they, they told the uh, told the future. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, uh, I'm going to say underrated um, style is Pilsner. <laughs> <laughs> no, Hellas, actually. Hellas. Let's go Hellas. Because you, you can't brew a Hellas if you don't know what you're doing. Facts. And it's very it's a very difficult uh, style to brew. Yeah, you yeah. can't hide anything because it's just what it is and it's it's uh mm-hmm. and when you do it right it's just delicious gorgeous yeah it's a great answer and you can drink them all day literally yeah literally. sessionable uh best beer you ever drank in your life Ooh. often situational uh i got one yeah yep. go ahead all right um <laughs> the kate the great so it was before it's it's mott the lesser now so uh, todd mott uh brewer at portsmouth brewing started his own project over at uh, in Kittery, Maine now. Okay. Um, so it was Portsmouth, New Hampshire, now Kittery, Maine. Yeah. Um, it's tributary brewing that he's at now, but he was able, he took the recipe of Kate the Great with him. Kate the Great, they did, uh, I can't remember how many years they did it, but I had uh, two different vintages of it and it's it was just, you know, blew me what away. What style was it, sir? It's uh, an Imperial style. Okay. Yeah. Um, aged Thank in, uh, a portion of it aged in port wine barrels and then blended with uh, bourbon barrel aged, I believe. Um, I'm not sure exactly what they're doing with it now, but just, uh, yeah, really amazing, super drinkable um, Imperial style that's, yeah, it's delicious. Life-changing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I like that. And it was early on in my in my beer drinking, uh, like craft beer drinking. Uh, Based around yeah, that. that I that I was able to, to <laughs> acquire some. Uh, my my cousin. It was a, one of those stand in line beers. This was probably back in twenty twelve or thirteen. Did you just stand in line? Were you ready? Oh, I was not ready. Okay, I've had. That I wish too. I had one now. <laughs> right? Because um, then you'd be like, yes. Yeah, but it still stuck with me, you know, and it still yeah. was like. Wow, this is. I'm not. I, I think I realized as soon as I put it to my left, like I'm not ready. I'm like, for this. <laughs> this is too good. Self awareness is key. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was it's like, everything. I was like, can I put the cap back on and wait three years? <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, I'd have to say that's. Uh, that's that would the be. Yeah, I yeah. love it. And I, I don't know. Um, probably some out? of the. What's that? Anything uh, that sticks out. <sighs> 
And that was a really tough wine. one because I didn't yeah, think that one either. Really tough. The red wine barrel aged Vermont. Yes. Um, like I think I like that, that better delicious. than our raspberry right Yo, now. Yo, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's fantastic. Well, and so we have the raspberry that's red wine barrel aged. Yeah, I know. Three seventy five. I'm really excited yeah. about that. It's um, ready to go. We just need to get a label on it and release it. It's it's tasting really good though. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah I. You you are welcome to pasta. Yeah, no I was going to say some of the, the like the sours in Belgium just which is mind blowing. Blue my mind. Lou Pepe or, so uh, many. Classic goose. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay, then there's no problem. What I will do is take a brief photograph because there is enough to do the review well, here, so I can have the nitro afterwards, and then you guys just you know pretend what? I please have some. No, please get a beer first, and then we'll do. It. Well, I have to. I insist. Yeah. I like that. Some of my friends used to always say like, I insist. It's like just funny to say. Yes, you want to great audience. Right? Well, all the. That's how you can start the whole. uh, Tell us about what you have there, guys. I always forget that there's people listening to the audio and not just the video. I am. uh, You can't actually. Pouring another of the Raspberry Vermonter Vices because it's just such a fantastic beer. And it's for, you know, here only for a limited time. So So you got to get into it while you can. Yeah, as much of it as I can. Because Dan won't brew it again. <laughs> no, actually, we are uh, bringing that back as a spring season. In the spring, yes. This will be our so spring that's going to be every, eh, it's probably going to be around. Uh, you have to stash a case. Which, March, yeah, it's funny April. because I was actually um, the one dissenting vote against bringing it back twice this year. So um, now she's loving it. Yeah, and, yeah and I'm super glad we did. Yeah. You didn't mess around. What, what you got there, Dan? I've got our Valor Ale. So this was one of the original brews uh, that Steve and Matt started with called the American, it was just called Amber Ale, um, 14 Star Amber Ale. And it's uh, it's changed a bit, but it's a hoppy Amber Ale. Okay. Um, so it's a little darker in color. It's got a little bit more malt, malt to it, um, but it's a uh, hop forward and uh, just super drinkable, 5.2%. Um, really, it's, it is my, uh, Go, it's it's to? it's my go-to as far as uh, as far as our lineup. It's like my regular, yeah. Like if you're thirsty, yep. That's, that's, that's my burger actually. beer. Yeah. Oh, that beer with burger. A burger. It does it does pair really steak. well with food as well. That's, that's a good question. What's your burger beer? Mm. Yeah. Well, like Valor's it. a great burger beer. You might just keep adding to this list. This list got out of control. All right, say this photo, if I may. Where we go? Let's go here. Let's see where can I? Okay. You know what? Oh, there we go. go. What I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go like this instead. There you go. <laughs> Oh, I like to I changed it. it at the very end because I was like, oh, yeah, oh, I'm supposed to be smiling. No, no, oh, no. I missed it. Do you want to do it again? No, nah, it's fine. Yeah, like, you know what? <sighs> That'll be more. That's right. <laughs> um, That's actually the, a pretty good smile. Well, though, it's a good one, right? It's, it's, <laughs> the cheesier, the most ridiculous, the better. Like, these pictures get redundant after a while, so you have to do a stupid face. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, people, now I've got to the point where if, you, if I don't do the stupid mouth open thing because I can't smile on command, it's hard. They'd be like, it's what's wrong with you? Are you okay? It's really hard. It's like, hard. You have to, like, laugh or something. Candid. Yeah. Candid is a key. Um, now, slightly different. Favorite beer of all time. So, I thought I just gave you that. What did no, I give that you? That was best beer you ever drank in your life. So, like, like, your, like, like your favorite beer to keep. Yeah, going but then back there's Desert to. Island yeah. beer. I feel I like know, there's, it's too redundant. Wow, oh, no. wow. Someone else so, said that to me. Yeah, I can answer the question. All right, okay. Uh, all right, all right. Yeah. You know, favorite I don't overthink shit. I overthink everything. The Wind by Lost Nation. Mm. Oh, the Brewing. Goza. The, the oh. regular wind yeah, or? Great. The uh, Wind with Brett. Yeah. Um, stupid good. Uh, that has been my favorite beer for, I tried it the first time shortly after I started working for the brewery. So we're going on four years with that beer. Um, I will choose that over any other, anytime. 
PBR Three. for me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'd be like, kidding. Just, the egg just kidding. Right. right. Just and kidding. Now, right? So you'd be like, nice knowing you. <laughs> I'm just gonna put going to Craigslist. <laughs> I mean, I've said it. I've said it many times. The beer in my hand. So favorite beer of all time is the beer in my hand. Aww. And it is Valor right now. So so that's it's one? fitting. You know what? I like. There you that. go. There is a, a, it's a subtle difference between the questions. Only one other person's ever said that in 105 episodes. It is subtle. And it was a French gentleman who just tend to be blunt by cultural nature, which I found very <laughs> and amusing. loud. Super loud. Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely loud. Really loud. Like. They're not afraid to be themselves. No, they, they, which is they, fine. they do them. They do them. <laughs> they do them. Um, first beer you ever brewed? I guess that would be for you. First beer I ever brewed was Willie's Irish Red Ale, the first homebrew I ever did. It actually turned oh. out pretty well. It was dra- It was not exactly the same uh, as the. I, I had a recipe that I went by, but I changed it up a little bit. Um, turned out pretty good. Okay. Um, yeah, that was uh, that was it. First production brew yeah, I ever sure. brewed. Make them separate. Was a so it was it was while I was at the shed. I was lucky enough to be able to to brew, and it was for um, uh, a, the bartender, the head bartender, uh, one of the bartenders anyway. Uh, was having a, a child, and as basically he worked at the shed the whole time. He had uh, three kids, I think. He was having his third child. Um, the other two uh, other people who brewed beers for one of them being uh, Sean Hill brewed a beer for for one of his uh, one of his kids being born. So I brewed a double black IPA, which was the first the uh, sublimely yeah, self righteous that. that I yeah. had, which was a double black IPA. Um, so it's a ten percent um, black IPA. Um, so it's kind of like an imperial stout with just a shit ton of hops in it. Um, <laughs> okay. So that was the first production brew I ever did, and I it actually. Turn out pretty good. Never heard of a double black IPA. Yeah. Don't know why. Why do people do that? They actually black IPA is falling black way IPA. off. Yes. We we, we just we just really ran out of ours. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we have one that we do uh, you know, end of every summer and it just well. just ran out of it. But yeah, it, it does really well. It's I feel good. like they do really yeah. good. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're underrated, super underrated. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. The thing is that they they can be really bad or really good. So they yeah. have to be like nailed. Yeah. Right. Double one I've never heard of. Yeah, they're they're even harder to nail. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> Which I was very lucky on my first brew to get it He's right. Like, yes. Tried to do it since, and it's not. <laughs> Can't always replicate uh, perfection. Mm. Yeah. Um, death row beer and meal pairing. It's different oh, because man. it's the last beer you're ever gonna have. You're ever gonna have, and you're gonna pair it with a meal. Mm, so it might be a little pairing? more. You're not gonna drink a PBR. Really. No, I mean, you could no, if you really no, wanted to. No. I mean, I'd be disappointed in you if you. No, because when you go to hell, there'll be plenty of it. I'm trying to think. Can we call this episode? Yeah, plenty of, yeah, plenty of P- PBRs in hell. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of PBR in hell. Is that cool? Uh, no, sure. Could that care. be axe? Is that market? Do we talk to marketing? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll get back to you. <laughs> um, let's see. That's yeah, tough one. People I've, really I've had a, stuff. I've had a lot of really good pairings that I've been surprised at. So yeah, you like the weird stuff, so you'd be fun. Yeah. Um, actually, come back to me because I gotta go through some oh, of the great, menus. And it's on you. I know, right? I can give you some some of the other ones people have said I found interesting was uh, oysters. Oysters Imperial Stat was probably one of my favorites. It's pretty good. That's a pretty good combo. And actually, yeah, I've had Kate the Great. Well, it's not. It wasn't Kate the Great at the time. It was uh, Mont the Lesser uh, with oysters with Todd Mont, which was pretty pretty, pretty awesome. Right? Yeah. I mean, like you can just strap yeah. me to a chair and do right. that again. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> good to go. God, I don't even know. I know, right? I didn't even have answers for half these questions. 
It's not my job to assign it. <laughs> <laughs> I just it's, have to ask these I just ambiguous have to ask the, Got it. Oh, okay, oh. go for it. All right, wow. so um, I'm just trying to remember the food that w- it was paired with. I know it was amazing. Actually, I can't remember what it was paired with. It was that same dinner that they did, the emu uh, pot pie. I've got the... I've got the um, I want an emu pot pie. It's pretty good. Yeah, you haven't had emu. I think I No, sorry, it was pheasant pot pie, and it was emu. It was a different emu dish. It was pheasant pot pie and emu, and then there was. I think it was the pheasant pot pie. Sounds great. It was pheasant pot pie and uh, miles uh, a saison du miles that we did, which is a smoked peppercorn saison. Yeah. Um, And yeah, so mine is obviously going to be one of our beers because I've pretty much always paired, you know, paired our beer with with food. So. But uh, uh, yeah, our Saison de Mayo, so smoked por- peppercorn Saison um, paired with, uh, it was a pheasant pot pie and like like perfectly spiced. This was by Jan actually up at uh, mm-hmm. uh, Stratton, right? Stratton. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yes, I mean, delicious. Perfect, pheasant perfect pie pairing. Pheasant sounds yeah. legit, like fantastic. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Apparently they had a local pheasant farm. Hey, well, <laughs> there you go. Who knew? Yeah. I would, pro- it would probably be like, some kind of risotto. Ooh. Because, I mean, you're going, like, you're dying. You don't can, worry about the carbs. You, you don't have do to worry it. about the carbs and the creamy. Oh, so uh, a, a risotto. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> you know. do you, Andre? Uh, do you? Yeah. Three pizzas um, and a Valor. I'm changing my answer. <laughs> Good. Three full pizzas and a, and a, and a whole gallon of Valor. Um, That's a plan. <laughs> with, with. Maybe a, a Berliner Weiss. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Raspberries, maybe. With maybe. Maybe some raspberries. Or maybe red wine barrel aged raspberry Berliner Weiss Stop. with a risotto. <gasps> Sounds like a beer. Make some risotto. Yeah. <laughs> you guys want to go eat some food after? Right? <laughs> I'm pretty hungry right now. Seriously. I'm, like, I'm dying. <laughs> Real quick. It's that Green Mountain Burger <laughs> with. You guys are my favorite. <laughs> I really appreciate you uh, entertaining my nonsense. Uh, it's all um, of our nonsense. It's all about it's nonsense. A, we're, all, we're all ridiculous. Okay, uh, I guess this is more for you then. Favorite and least favorite style to brew? Um, yeah, they're all favorite, my least favorite to brew, like, right? You know. Favorite yeah. style to brew is something I've never brewed before. Yeah, go for it. Smart. Let's just think about that. You <laughs> did more questions. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, my favorite style to brew is something I've never brewed before because it's I always like a challenge and to try to kind of figure figure it out. Good answer. Good answer. Um, Good answer, Dave. Good answer, Dave. And then favorite style to brew and favorite style to drink was it? Favorite yeah. least favorite style to brew and least favorite and least favorite, maybe because it's annoying. Least or... favorite style to brew would be and I've uh, I don't know. see because some of them are like really hard to brew, but it's totally worth the payoff. Okay, so then all the so it doesn't even like, matter. Yeah, and when you're having a really shitty brew day, it's like, hey, you know what? This is going to be the best batch of this we've ever done. <laughs> so you know, so it makes it all kind of like you kind of get over. Yeah, quickly. exactly. So so like if it's a really it's a tough beer to brew, like for instance, uh, if it's a uh, like something with a really high heavy wheat content, like our Vermonter Weiss, like sixty percent wheat, which is higher percentage than most it's, people it's do, but sixty percent wheat, forty percent barley. So that one takes a long time to run off, but you know what? Totally worth it. it. But um, a Rogan beer, um, a Rogan beer. I'm not sure exactly here, but list. it's like yeah. it's very it's, it's rye. Yeah. yeah, rye apparently. So and rye is mash. super sticky. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, Doesn't sound fun. And I've, I've brewed a few rye beers, and actually the smoked peppers, peppercorn saison I talked about is a rye yes. saison, because the oh. rye has a peppery character, saison's a peppery yeast, and we added peppercorns to it, so. Um, but again, totally worth it, so not the worst beer to mm. brew. Uh, and I, double IPA. Double IPA. <laughs> because I brew, we brew it all the time. Um, Just don't Wasn't it the Maple Session? Was it your I don't. Beer? I don't even know what you're talking brew? about. Um, <laughs> No, I, I probably, uh, yeah, double IPA, because it's just, it's, it, we, you do it, it's just, it's just not a, it's not that extravagant. It's not that fun, and it's not worth the payoff. Wow. 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 For me. For me, personally. Damn. <laughs> yeah. I, I like I like a challenge. I like a challenge, hey, sorry, you, know? you know? what? I like, I like your... I mean, not that our beers are perfect. I could totally, we could totally make them better, but... Same I always time. like someone said to us one time that this is the worst this beer is ever going to taste. Yeah, and like, and this is a little yeah. warm, but it's actually still pretty good. This is the, car- awesome. the carbonation I'm levels. This is uh, fantastic. No. Ambers are like not interesting to me because no. I just feel like I've been past that. And right. This is hoppy. It's fruity. It's like a nice balance, not over. Not overly hoppy. Not overly malty. It's got Thank a nice. It's, and that really, I mean, yeah, that's the epitome the of fantastic. And that's the epitome of like the balance between yeah, all of those characters. Amber, you know? I could. Care less. Yep. And yeah, you can same. make you it's can have a tr- interesting. Yeah, and you can have them sweeter or maltier, or you know, like but that hop character added in there, and like that ABV right at that perfect spot, and the bitterness where, where it's just burger mm-hmm. beer. Yeah, burger beer. Nailed Perfect. It. I get it. I 100 percent get it. Yeah. yeah, I'm very impressed. Yeah. Haven't had one for a while. It's very um, uh, like a dry hop. Is it dry hop? It's dry hop. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. Yeah. Double. This is actually one of the only ones. DDH? Now we double Ooh. dry hop it. Imagine Let if you throw lactose in there. Oh my god! <laughs> Stop it! Oh, can you imagine how perfect this beer could be? I added another question because of the one before too. I'm going to make sure your answer is like this. Worst beer you've ever made. So I was going to talk about this when you asked for the first beer I ever made because my first beer was actually pretty decent. Okay. Uh, that happens and usually the rest of them are really bad yeah well well, it was like the second or I think it was the third because I was like I know what I need to do I don't need to look at I'm good yeah um, and I added uh, so I first off I tried to brew a Belgian pale ale which right off the bat now like that I know a Belgian yeast mixed with hops is very hard to balance it's very hard to get the right hop character because if you have the wrong hop character with a belgian yeast it makes you want to puke if you have the right <laughs> hop character with a belgian yeast it's like well it's pretty good but never like wow but man maybe but anyway um i tried to brew belgian pale ale for my third beer ever uh belgian ales in general are hard to brew i can imagine a pale ale hadn't or, or even ipa had never brewed before it was uh, my brother described it as yellow he said, this tastes yellow. I was like, I don't know what that means, but you're right. It, it sounds <laughs> not positive. It sounds yeah, it was not good. It was, and, and it was, I added way too much sugar, and it was overcarbonated, too. So you, like, oh, pop it open. Oh, it was, like, bottle bombs. You you swallow it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. yeah, and it was, uh, so, yeah, that's the worst beer I ever brewed. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. That's a good answer. Mm-hmm. Andrea, the worst beer you ever brewed? Uh, yeah, no. No? I got nothing. Uh, every beer I've ever brewed has been fantastic. Is this fantastic. fire? <laughs> Welcome to 14th South, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, what music do you listen to when you brew? I know we spoke about this somewhat earlier with the... Uh, the gentleman. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. They're not playing Bruno Mars. 
Yeah, really? Bruno they, Mars. Well, that's no, that's who blokes were playing before. Yeah. Oh, they were. They yeah. Were. The oh, of the I didn't recognize it. Oh, you don't know Bruno? <laughs> One of the greatest voices of this show. I know. He really is. He's, he's, he's Daniel. The, he, I do know Bruno, but I didn't recognize it. Uh, I mean, it's 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 the, it's the new age Michael Jackson. I mean, it's just. What can I say? He's pretty talented. Yeah. He's, uh, you know, he gets criminally underrated. He had some joints on that first album, and then all of a sudden he blew up with 24 Carat Magic Thing, and everyone's like hating on him all of a sudden. I'm like, dude, you got to go back. Tell me you won't cry. Tell me. Hey, every girl wants to know that they're beautiful just the way they are. Yes. Every girl. Facts. And every boy. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I shouldn't have been that gender specific. He was singing to us. I thought he was. Uh, I didn't realize he was singing to a girl. (laughs) (laughs) They listen to everything here. You never know. One minute it could be... um, well, you know, actually, 50s, 60s, the next minute it's uh, screamo, like, you know, like F metal. your mother and all of that crap. <laughs> uh, and then the next minute it's Bruno, Bruno Mars yeah. Uh, yeah. or Frank We do. We actually found a uh, radio station recently that's uh, just across the lake in New York um, it, that's called What the FM. And it's just, <laughs> it literally does not care what it plays. It, it doesn't it's, care what it played before. It's just going to play. And I've heard Elvis followed by Britney Spears, yeah. followed by uh, Led Zeppelin. Follow, like, it's just, it's you never know what's going to be on. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, That's no, it's great. And I, I, I like every once in a while, I'll, like, I'll turn it on in the car and I'll be like, no, not today. <laughs> or I'll turn it <laughs> on like, happening. yes, this is exactly what I was looking for right now. So it's uh, it's pretty cool. But uh, so for like what I listen to when I brew mm-hmm. uh, is uh, uh, and jazz. NPR? Not NPR, not when I... I love NPR. Not, I mean, I used to NPR. I used to listen to NPR a lot when I brewed, but not as much anymore. Because you don't brew I like anymore. music. Oh, <laughs> you're that guy now. You just tell people what to do, huh? I do. You're I above do. that. I, I mean, write the recipes and I tell the young people to do it. They're older than and me, mostly. <laughs> oh. No, I... Yeah, I don't brew that much anymore. I'm mostly, mostly behind a computer screen, but... But I'm... But he's phenomenal behind a computer screen. Yeah, I guess. Oh, yes. Wait, let's read. Let's read. Juggle. So I crap. I listen to jazz when I'm when I'm planning the brews. (laughs) (laughs) That's good because he did just so now. Be like a little bit of Frank Zappa. A little bit of that, but uh, yeah, mostly Miles Davis and uh, and. uh, I always know when when I pissed off one of the brewers because they play fish. All day. No, that's That's not. That's not. eh? No, they're just listening to fish. If you think that's why, then. You're, they're pissed off at you yeah, all the all time. The time. <laughs> am I right? Am I right? <laughs> they know I, I, I'm not a fish fan, which I know. No one knows that. Probably, no one knows that. This is the first we're hearing of it. <laughs> the brewers, if you're watching or listening. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I feel like that was, they, they do that. They're crazy. Fiddlehead, like, take their... Every year they go to some fish show, like they pay for all the. the it's food. not my thing. But like they love it. It's a Vermont thing, right? I mean, no, fish, is from, Vermont. Vermont. fish? Yes, so fish is from Vermont. Fish is from Vermont. So, like, I mean, no, there's no a big following. There's a big following of fish from Vermont. There is. Right? There is a huge following. Um, I never it's even heard just the music. never been my thing. <laughs> no, I mean, they're, they, they've got great music, they, for sure. And I've, uh, you know, I'm, I like what they do, but, you know, I'm not like. Not, not into them. Like, no, no, I'm into them. I'm just right, not right. like, no, like I Kev, need to have my fish now. Be taken away. Okay. <laughs> I don't need fish right now. Right. Not right now. Actually, you know what? It'd be kind of nice. Okay, then now the next ones are back to the three. The three. Wow. <laughs> How much trees? How much have you I had? Have to How much of that? <laughs> yeah. To water break. We're, we're going to have the 108. Yeah. 
Oh, wait, be like, you don't need to go through over 108. I don't know. It takes for to Waterbury. That's a lot longer, actually. Yeah, to Waterbury. To Stowe, it's a lot quicker. But take 89 wanna, down. Yeah. Yeah, really? yeah, you want to take 89 to Waterbury. Oh, yeah. But, but the fact that you took that here, I've driven that so many times. Great drive. I love going over the notch. It's the best time to do it. Yeah. We actually stopped today under the thing and like got to actually take photos. and Yeah, at the notch. Yeah. Yeah, the first time we came here when I got my visa, the first time in waiting years, and we went straight to the Alchemist because it was somewhere I wanted to go for a while, and you went through all of that. Yeah, I just lost my mind. It's very yeah, no, I mean, romantic. That, yeah. yeah, it's great. I'm still taking it. Like it Every doesn't time. matter how yeah. many times I drive through the notch, I'm still blown away. You just hold your breath beauty. and hope you don't die. And yeah, it's kind of like Hong Kong, Kong. Come on. When I was working at the shed, I was, I was living in Colchester, which you basically have to go. Well, actually, you go on the interstate to get there, but I would try. Anyway, once a week, that. once a week, I would go through the notch and it's just, yeah, beautiful. That's gorgeous. Every, yeah. So if you haven't time. been in Vermont, Smuggler's Notch, it might be a distillery, but it's a road. <laughs> <laughs> and the distillery, funny enough, uh, the pharmaceutical company that I worked for, Jeremy Elliott, the founder of Smuggler's Notch Distillery, Worked at that same pharmaceutical company in the same department with me and they for went years. Yeah, amazing. First I barrel. Left, I first, left there first. Just, first barrel we ever. Did you know I left first. I left Jeremy. Jeremy. Just so you know, Jeremy. Jeremy, good luck to you. <laughs> Your hot chin, <laughs> which is delicious. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he first barrel we ever got was their bourbon, actually, yeah. and we the barrels the we bourbon, name yeah. each of them, um, but that was a. a Optimus Prime, I think, was the name of it. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah. Uh, you have yeah. to have something, right? Yeah, yeah we had. Funnily uh, enough, I think in Quebec they have a law you have to name each fermenter. So every brewery you go to has like some of them have funny names. Some of them like fermenter one, fermenter like some of that. Ours are all named. Of them too. Yeah. Funniest yeah. name. Uh, well, well, they're, they're all named after. <laughs> yeah, they're all named yeah. after like the kids, the like children the, of the of the brewery employees. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, That's cute. so funniest, so funniest cool. name. <laughs> I mean, Hank the Tank. Gaston. <laughs> Gaston's pretty good. So Gaston, Gaston is not. Good. He's not. He's not a child. Well, me. He's not. It's a child. my dad. Yeah. Uh, Gaston's a cool name. Yeah. Uh, Gaston. T O N. Yeah. Is it French? Yeah. Yeah. Well, both my parents. Yeah. Gaston. Yeah. Both my parents are bilingual. So yeah, their 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 parents came down from Quebec. We should merge. I reckon we should merge. Yeah. Like Quebec and like Vermont should just make we it. We just I, call Vermont oh yeah. Southern Quebec anyway. It is, right? <laughs> I just don't have to deal with the border. I know this should you guys. I feel like we should just like just be done with it. I, I mean, I'm 75% French Canadian, so like I should be a. Yeah, right. You should automatically get citizenship. You don't need to get a passport. I've always lived right there, too. Like, I, don't, I, I don't need a passport. I have DNA. On. Do you know who yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Get a swab. <laughs> Jeffrey. <laughs> 23 and me says I belong here. Yeah, that's what I, I don't need. I don't need a passport. I'll just bring my 23 and me. Uh, this episode is called 23 and me. Yeah. 14th star and me. <laughs> oh, write that down, write that down. I'm trying to come up with stupid episode names yeah. from the ridiculous. I love it. Yeah. Um, there's only two more. See, how long did this take? This is a six hours, is two and a quarter hour podcast. Normally we go for an hour and a half. That's how much fun we're having. I love it. Uh, what's your favorite? I haven't been having any fun at all. I am bored shitless. <laughs> if I have to work for 15 hours, this and is then no. that you are hustling. You need you need bed. Um, favorite. Oh, I live like in the backyard. So yeah. oh, so you're sweet. You just stumble in my tent. No, I'm just. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we don't pay much here. You know? <laughs> it's all about the passion. That's yeah, what you're doing. Exactly. <laughs> uh, my favorite hop. Favorite hop. Uh, Galaxy. Galaxy. Galaxy is uh, it's top for sure. But uh, I, 
you said to me earlier what it was. You can say it. No, well, so Citra is definitely one of my tops, but I got it. I think I, I think Simcoe's still. I mean, still I know better. Simcoe's not as sexy anymore, but it's more attractive to do it that yeah. way. And, the underdog. And, you know, well, I mean, it's, it's just yeah, it really it's it's so good, especially like what we're talking about, like black IPA. Simcoe is the hop to use for that black eh? IPA. Oh, yeah, everybody Don't take now. Yeah. Actually, no, take Is that okay? Huh? Just call it Dan, the like Dan's Black IPA, Simcoe. Yeah, yeah you Simcoe. Simcoe. Cool to share that? Actually, let's cut this. For the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> that, just cut it. Move it down, move it down. Shut it down, shut it down. <laughs> no, but Simcoe is, uh, it, it's great. And we, we used to use it in, I mean, we use it in a lot of different beers that we do. And it's a good, uh, um, like, because it works well with the Galaxy and the Citra, you know, kind of throw that in there with it. But it works well with other hops. It, it plays well, it plays okay. well together. So. Simcoe. Yeah. Perfect. See, he's the one that, like, likes the hop that plays well with others. I'm the one that has to be like the- The dominant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta have all the attention on it. So maybe yeah. there should be some sort of personality psychology test where they can align <laughs> that sign up like the Myers-Briggs <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah. Like right. the hops on you are a galaxy engineer. <laughs> <laughs> I think like it's that. really good. Yeah. Uh, what does your family think of your job? Uh, my, I mean, so Gaston? obviously- what does Gaston think? Gaston thinks it's great. Um, he, so growing up, he was a Miller Lite drinker. Always. Uh, I have to use the restroom. Go for it. <laughs> um, and so I think initially he was a little um, concerned about me leaving. I had also like a, just gone through like a, a, not a great divorce. <laughs> I don't know if any of them are great, but you know, it wasn't a fun, fun. one. Um, and so now being a single parent, I had two teenage kids. And um, I don't know that he was as... Like excited as excited you? for me to jump ship from this established pharmaceutical company as I was um, but even though it was for his son uh, even even though you know I think he was a little bit concerned of the fact that I still had mouths to feed and, and um, bills to pay and right, right. Um, while he believed in so with the fact that Stephen was still in the army to him the brewery was still kind of like a side thing um, and so maybe being a little concerned that this side thing was now what I was like depending on to support myself and to feed my kids. And um, I mean, that's fair. That's a parent's. Uh... Yeah. But over the last four years watching um, how much the brewery has grown. So <clears throat> in the four years that I've been here, we've grown from, you know, 200 barrels a year to 8,000 from significant, you know, uh, local distribution to basically New England and New York. And um, so watching that that uh, growth happen, um, uh, he's pleasantly surprised, but also he's just kind of relieved that, that things are good. Um, yeah, my son, who just recently turned 21, is super happy about my choice to uh, <laughs> oh, <I> pursue... <laughs> Uh, brewery uh, work. Um, sure, he's made that too. You know, he 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 hates the fact that tribute uh, is a beer that we make. So, and I say that uh, facetiously. <laughs> it's his favorite beer. Um, but no, I, I my family's you know my family's been very supportive. Um, <laughs> so we make this joke. My dad's favorite beer is Recruit, which is uh, our golden ale. Mm. It's kind of. Uh, it was a, a natural transition for him from, you know, from that, from, from Miller Lite into the that. craft beer industry, which is um, part of the reason for the name uh, Recruit, because it's kind of like that crossover. Um, I almost, I, I was actually almost went through one. the bar instead and grabbed a Recruit <laughs> on my way through here, and instead I'm having a B72. Well, so. you know, because it's but about I'm, the same. I'm, 
I was actually grabbing it for, for your Just benefit. For As for me, this is my dad is a gentleman. I guess Scott. Yes, he's he's a giver. Um, <laughs> I've heard that. So so we make this joke that when so. my, my parents um, winter in Florida and they're here in Vermont during the well, summer so you guys months. Like Quebecers. Exactly. Actually they they live in a French French speaking community. Um, the, really? in Fort Lauderdale, their their community. Because it's all the there's, yeah, the, so it's mostly Canadians, yeah. Um, which is great, except for when I go down to visit, I can't understand a any- freaking thing anybody's talking about. But <laughs> you know, it's kind of like vacation. I just sit there and you I smile, smile and, uh, and drink. Yeah, okay, put yeah. the headphones in, like, all right, peace, cast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we we always make this joke that when he's up in Vermont, um, our recruit production goes up, but the profits go down. Uh, you know, man is drinking. Again. Yeah, no. So my family is very happy. That's really yeah. good. They yeah. must be proud. It's very cool. Yeah, two kids doing the uh, doing just making something. Yeah, of, uh, something they created themselves. Yeah, they're very um, they're very uh, uh, open with uh, sharing the successes of Fourteen Star with their friends and I love family. That. And, yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, so it's all about. Uh, my family thinks I work for the CIA, so I don't actually. So I just say you know it's confidential. You say like, shh, yeah. mom, um, so that's you know it's really it's the best way to do it. Yeah, yep. All right. His real name's not Dan. Yep. It's Dave, isn't it? I knew, I knew it. I knew it. You look like a Dave. You feel like. You smell like a Dave. <laughs> I do. I have to agree. I do smell like a Dave. <laughs> You know about those days, am I right? <laughs> uh, this, this beer, don't I, that, I don't right. think I've had this this warm before. This is I probably, like it. It, it's really good at this temperature. Um, it's like tropical but, I mean, we're probably juice. like 50 it's degrees a, right now. It's a it's, I mean, it's, it was warm in here when we first got in here. You can Double see the pan sweating. 8%. Oh, yeah, everything's been sweating. It's kind of part of the fun of uh, letting things warm up as we go. Yeah. Mm. I'm not offended by this at all. No. It's, that is it's actually, one of, that is... One of my favorite double IPAs. I'd say it's one of the uh-huh. yeah. So see that I mean, haze, for eight percent, you can't you can't taste that at all. Only okay. I have one criticism. Yeah, give, don't give it. Lactose. <laughs> <laughs> we, you know, this. I, I got to be honest with you though. We do add lactose to that one. Don't lie to me. I'm lying. Dang, no, we lying. don't add lactose. Okay, you made me so check. <laughs> I am gullible. <laughs> well, my last question, which I just made up because of you guys, favorite adjunct. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Favorite oh. adjunct has got to be maple syrup. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't. It can't be in Vermont. Vermont. I, can't. Not, I mean, that's yeah. especially in St. And Albans. We're also, you know, the maple capital funny, of the world. The funny thing yeah. is no one knows how to use it properly. So, like, we've kind of figured it out. So, yeah. yeah. It, and when you use it right and you get it, the, the biggest thing is getting the right type of maple syrup. Like, it's, And pouring it all over pancakes. Oh, they're going to say pouring it all over yourself yeah. as you're brewing. Because I've done you it. You don't do that? Just don't do that. Okay. It gets stuck in your hair. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. If you wear like a shower cap. Well, you just take a beer shower and then, you know. <laughs> beer washes out maple syrup. Yeah. True story. There you go. I love it. That was that was a lightning round. So we're sitting that. <laughs> it was, that was two a, and a half that hours. Was that, was hour, like, that was an hour 15 lightning round. Half of that. At least. I think I started just after an hour. So now when I tell people that I run races it was, it was, it was, lightning fast. It can be. Yeah. Yeah. I can compare. We actually yeah. have. Yeah. Well, it's molasses lightning. Well, maybe we call it maple lightning. Oh, there you go. Maybe is that more appropriate? Am I right? Am I right? There's my nickname for my next race, maple lightning. <laughs> <laughs> Put it on the back of my shirt. Like a horse or something. I think it could be a good name for a beer, maple lightning. There you go. Yeah. So don't steal that. Anyways. Maple IPA. 
maple lightning IPA with lactose. With lactose. Yeah. <laughs> collab. It's happening. Right. If we do a collab, we'll call, yeah, we'll call it maple, maple lightning, lightning. And we'll almost let you put the, ma- the lactose in. <laughs> I, will, I, will, I will be here wherever I am at. I'll bring the lactose. We'll, we'll make you think you're so going to be putting it in. You're about to put it in. You're about to put it in. And then three hours trying to get Three dudes. Yeah. Oh, I Oh, yeah, because, oh, that's right. There's Canadian lactose. Yeah, they're going to put in the little the pouch. Juice, yeah. 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 All right, coming to the office. I'm used to that. Yeah. Those, those offices with the, with the fluorescent lights and the, the rubber gloves. Yeah. Australian mm. Possible happens. Guys, thank you so much. This thank you. So much oh, it's my pleasure. You guys are the best. Where can yeah, we find you online? Where can they, y'alls? 14starbrewing.com. Okay. 14th. Yes. Star Brewing, not the spellings. Uh, and our Facebook page, um, we update that with events and new brews and any news that's happening. Live taproom music. At 14 Star Brewing. Yeah. For, for and everything. On, uh, yeah, Twitter, Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. Yep. yep. And you have, uh, this is going to come out October 3rd, I believe. And the weekend just after that, so it'll be the, the Wednesday. Sixth. The 6th yeah. is the Oktoberfest. Yep. Which is why we're drinking out of our uh, Oktoberfest glasses. So these are actually Pilsner glasses, but yes, we do. You know what? They substitute for Oktoberfest glasses, and we're all satisfied with that. Well, plus they're pretty. They are. They're really nice. Mm. I kind of want some of these. They're really good. All right, done. Guys, thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Really appreciate your time. Thank you. Uh, Guys, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, mate, boom, smash the thumbs up. Hit subscribe below and hit the notification bell. How would that sound? Ding. Ding. <laughs> Try to make people say it all the time. Doesn't always work. Uh, follow us on social media at BOS Podcast and check out the long form audio so you can hear extraordinarily attractive people like my Vermont brethren right here. Without well, actually witty. having to and see witty. them. Well, usually it's obnoxious, but I like witty. I'll take witty all day long. You like witty? I love it. And not, yeah, the people listening, well, you know, you're going to have to go watch the video, but the people watching the video do get to see the attractiveness. Right. No, I thought you said long, long. Uh, the long form audio. So uh, I, I right. encourage people. To, who may have watched this, uh, this always makes the cut of the um, the highlight video, which is like the 20, 30 minute joint. So they can see the attractiveness. But there's some people who specifically only listen to the podcast. Right. So, so they get to they listen get to it without having to see to the attractiveness. See us. Oh, oh, but oh I'm voice. a different, I'm a, from a totally different standpoint. I'm like, you don't need to see me. <laughs> I, I would highly disagree. You don't, you don't need to see this. I mean, I'm, I hope, I'm so happy for the youth. Just those because of you who just listening. he's afraid of those that may try to track him down. Yeah, because, you know, they know where he's at. Right. This is pretty, uh, you know, we're on Main Street in uh, St. Albans. There are only just one brewery. There's only one brewery in Main Street St. Albans has come through. St. Albans, is, funnily enough, is a kind of hood suburb of Melbourne. So I always, Oh, really? Yeah, it's kind of like it's from St. Albans. Bro. All right. I always find it so funny that it's a lovely place in Vermont. Do you, do you pronounce it St. Albans? Exactly the same. Because a lot of things we don't pronounce the same. And that is one that we do. <laughs> we say we actually have a suburb called Vermont. Yeah. Oh, really? Which isn't too far it's actually I don't know if you know the TV show that's going to be a Jeopardy question I do know a a few TV shows uh, with Chris Lilly uh, from Australia but I do not know he's in Sydney most of the time so we don't don't talk about Sydney All right, we don't worry about that it's kind of like Rutland I think am I right am I right
Anyway, there's a <laughs> suburb called Vermont, and it's fine. It's fine. That's where they film Neighbors, which is really popular in England. I, I feel like and I may have heard of it. It's just funny that, and I, oh, I tell my Aussies, oh, I'm going to Vermont. And they're like, oh, Vermont, how's that? I'm like, no, 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 bro, over here, it's Vermont. You've got to say it right, or you're going to look like a foreigner. And you know how that goes right. And, it, and it's it's yeah. uh, French, too. It's it is. Green Mountain. Green Mountain. Is that what it makes? Oh, my God, it does, too. Yeah. Right? Vermont? Wow. Yeah, yeah Green wow. Mountain. So we should just, like, let's just black. Okay, I'm going to talk to Trump. And we'll, oh, it's not going to work. Either. You're going to talk to Trump? No. <laughs> just tweet him. Sounds like a bad idea. I'll tweet him. It sounds like a bad idea. And Trudeau and be like, guys, let's just make this work. Like, you don't need it. Like, I don't know who right needs now. to join, join who. Whatever you makes the most sense. You can do the wall around Vermont. I didn't want to go The wall, yeah. Yeah, it, it, I say build the wall. <laughs> <laughs> we always joke about that, but I know it's so politically incorrect, yeah, yeah. but it makes me laugh because it's the most ridiculous thing of all time. <laughs> and Vermont is the most intelligent Perfect. people Perfect. in the country. Perfect. Oh. Thank you. Uh, okay. Thank you. All right. Born and raised. We're pretty fond of it. Yeah. Mm. Not, not the wall. You're not fond of the wall, though. No, no, no. no. no, no. Vermont. Vermont. Fond of Vermont. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you for watching. Uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Get it in you. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.